Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back to Phil's Recap and Review, The Walking Dead, Season 6, Episode 10, The New World. Holy crap. And here tonight with me, I have with me Joe Dirty Locks and Katie Crow. How are you guys doing tonight? Good, good. Oh, doing good. just fine. Yes, another very, very interesting episode of The Walking Dead. Unlike, honestly, unlike any episode of The Walking Dead, I'm not exactly sure how I f feel about it completely, but I think there was a lot of good stuff. But we're gonna oh, dig, yeah. we're gonna dig way into this episode. But let's not bury the lead. Rick and Michonne banged. <laughs> about time. About time. I'm eh about it too, Katie. But I love to see them together. But the way it happened in the episode was almost like two friends that are bored. Like, oh, what do you want to do today? Uh, let's fuck. Okay, let's fuck. Well, that's, uh, I, like they have great chemistry together, but it never felt like romantic or mm. sexual. See, I think chemistry. at times it did. So I think I'm with yeah. you. I think I'm with you, Joe. I I I yeah. felt hot tonight, but we'll get in. We'll get into the hot sexiness in a minute here. Everybody, welcome to this show. If this is your first time checking us out, please jump in the chat room live right now and share your thoughts with also our. Fourth co-host of this, the motherfucking issues chat. All of our friends already in there, going crazy in the chat already before, during, after the show. It's really awesome to watch. Thank you to all of our friends in there. But if you want to reach me, you can always email us at igotissuesman at gmail.com. You can tweet me at igotissuesman. You can call 781-990-8509 and leave a voice message. Or it does call in. Sometimes the lines are open and we'll get you on the air to talk about this episode of The Walking Dead. A very comedic episode of The Walking Dead, and most of all, we're introduced to another new character, my favorite part of this episode, the Rick, Daryl, Jesus stuff, which I found fucking hilarious. I like the kind of comedic tone to it. I like that sort of shift. I, I like the feeling of an everyday life of The Walking Dead, how this is just another day in their lives. Not everything about this episode I loved 100%. Of course, I'm a little whiny bitch. I'm going to point out a couple things that I that bothered me about this episode. Like, how the fuck did Deanna the zombie get out weeks earlier out of the zombie massacre in the middle? Is she the one zombie that just... Out of the house. Just, mm. yeah. Out of the house. How, how, the, the, fuck, of it all. how the fuck did and that happen? The, uh, yeah. What? Like, as someone in the chat put, put it out that she, she has a zombie transporter beam or some shit like that. Oh, <laughs> and then yeah. way out in the woods... Like, there's not a bunch of them out there either. Like, it's just like her roaming around. Yeah, how the fuck yeah. did that happen? She slipped out. Yeah, she slipped. Yeah, she just slipped through. But all in all, another good... F how do you follow up an episode like the premiere? Do you try to match the energy or do you take a completely different tone? And I like that The Walking Dead yeah. took a completely... Went a yeah, went a completely different tone in this episode to kind of yes. bridge the gap between all the shit we had last episode and where it seems to be going next week when we go on our Jesus adventure and learn about what he's all about and is he connected to the and I might know a little bit but I'm going to speculate a little is he connected to the Negan thing what's his whole storyline is he Phil I don't want I'm not no no complete comic spoilers here but we will we'll get into that and we'll see that all unfold as the as the season progresses I don't want to get into too like, see my whole thing is once once he stole your truck why did you knock him out? Like, okay, great. He didn't kill you guys to steal your truck, but he still stole your truck. And as yep. far as I'm concerned, as I've always said, you steal my supplies and leave me like that, stranded in the middle of nowhere. You're as good as leaving me for dead. Yep. So one second car. When you catch back up to him, you don't tie him up and leave him on the side of the road. You you kill him. <laughs> and you kill him. And we, we have a quick we have an early caller. What's going on tonight, caller? Hey guys, it's me, KLC. Hey KLC, um, welcome. Everyone's talking about Rick Schoen, but I didn't want to talk about the romance with Dick, you know, Daryl and Rick. 
But um, I just want to get your guys' opinion on this. Do you guys think that they really want to show this guy this week, this episode last week on Valentine's Day, and then the previous episode the week before, but couldn't because you know the Super Bowl? Very interesting question. Good, good call, KLC. I think all in all, we talked about this a little bit as we're as we're uh, progressing with last season. I think the original idea from everything that I can ascertain from information that's put out there is that the original idea was to have last week's episode and the midseason finale as one big episode as the midseason finale and then this would have hence been the valentine's day episode but i guess they wanted to do the morgan episode last season and they couldn't get the scheduling correct so they decided to push the morgan episode up to this season which pushed this into a two-parter or uh, which pushed the finale and the and the whatever into a two-parter sort of thing which pushed this episode up so i'm not sure if they intentionally wanted to do that or not but i think maybe in a in an alternate universe where they did the Morgan episode last season they that would have uh this would have ended up on Valentine's Day. Okay, Phil, I got to say after hearing you say that, I really wish they had waited for the Morgan thing. I think having us sit around and think about, you know, um oh no is uh is Glenn dead all season instead of giving that us that an episode early, giving us the big finale, a two, a two episode, two hour finale would have been fantastic. Oh, especially hmm. where that second hour went, would have gone so quickly. Okay. Those two things combined, putting this one on this episode would have been on Valentine's day. I think if they had waited for the Morgan for this season, it also would have made his character a little bit more mysterious with all his like, oh, I don't want to kill him and oh, you can't kill me or, or you know, I should have killed you. You can't like having us wait and hear a little bit more about all that shit until now would have made his character a little bit deeper, I think. Let's let's jump into the chat for a second. Jesus saves Moses invests. Wick Rick withdraws. Daryl to Jesus. You got a purdy mob. <laughs> Timo, Rick and Michonne are perfect together. They're both strong and they're like a power couple. Tommy Truth, uh, only chick who won't die. Meaning like all other Rick's other chicks do do die. That's because I think Michonne's the only one to actually give him any. Or no, I think Laurie might have given it up at one. Give, or but the, at one point. At one yes. point, but when she wasn't had to have. Had to have if. We were thinking that that was his kid, right? It's oh yeah, okay, yeah. But she was okay. She was giving up because she was using it as a power trip against Rick to to make sure he kills his best friend and stuff like that. Oh yeah, and to make sure the best friend killed Rick. She yeah. was she was just trying to make sure one of them killed the other. Oh one. god, she wasn't trying to make sure her husband won or Shane won. She just wanted one of them to be gone. And yeah, she, I don't think she cared who it was. But as much yeah. as I did love and and I have to say I I've been early person that said. Wait, I love I like Michonne and Rick together, but really I agree with KLC the caller. The the really the big gu guiding force in this episode was Rick and Daryl, and this is where I get into the, my minor little big minor little big criticism of the episode. I appreciate the Deanna and the Carl and the Michonne part of the story, but for me, I loved the Rick, Jesus, and Daryl stuff so much. Was, I could was, I could have dealt with it a complete hour of just that. Of just th just that adventure, they go off. It's Rick and Daryl's adventure. I didn't need the Spencer shit. I felt like, in a way, that every time I I, I was like, okay, I, I don't care. I know where this is going. What are you talking about? Home, family, Michonne, your Spencer's family. I don't give a fuck about Spencer. Spencer needs to die now. I wish he died in the onslaught yep. with the with family uh, Jesse. No, I was hoping mom bit him right then and there. Yeah, me too. Hoping, like, Something. Michonne steps back to let him do it, and she just like chew into him. I and. I, I'm sorry, no, what were you going to say, Katie? No, 
No, I just I liked the Spencer stuff. Oh, like good. I would have liked him to die before, but he didn't, <laughs> and he's around. So give me something. I, I guess I didn't I mind it, to. Katie. I guess I didn't mind it. I just feel like I was enjoying the other stuff so much that it yeah. took took away That's from my exactly. enjoyment to a certain point, and I felt like maybe it would have been better. It in slowed a, the episode down. Just a, just a little bit, but I agree with you. I don't think it was done poorly at all. I just think it took me out of the action of what I was loving most about this episode, and I could have just. It's more of a it's testament to how cool the three of them were together, Jesus, yeah. Daryl, and Rick, uh, to, instead of the other thing, other situation of the other scenes being bad. And especially the Enid and Carl stuff I felt was kind of unnecessary in the episode, too. I, oh, I my God. It just dra- it dragged to me a little bit, and it took away from, again, the, the, the comedic, the action of the road trip of bromance of Daryl and Rick, which I was, real, which I was really loving. I almost wanted Enid to say, if you keep taking me out here because you think you're going to get some, you're wrong, kid. <laughs> it's never. Like, I really wanted her to say that to him. Just like that yeah, would have been. But uh, it doesn't seem like he wants some from it, her. It really kind of doesn't. I think he just wants a friend. Yeah. But uh, he doesn't like, get what he wants yet. No, I don't think he knows he's, what he he's wants. He's a lost and completely disassociated little yeah. boy. To an extent, not completely. And and okay, if you had done it the other way, and I know I'm not a Walking Dead. I'm sitting here from some dude in Ninja Turtle pajamas talking about <laughs> talking about the uh, episode right after it happened. So who the fuck am I? But I think you still could have done the Michonne stuff. You bookend the Michonne stuff at the beginning and at the end, and and then have like her say goodbye to him at the beginning of the day, like they happened, and they go off and do their own stuff, and then Rick and Daryl go off, and then they come back, and you have the nightcap with them at the end of the episode. I think that still would have worked, and I understand what they were trying to do because you need to see Michonne's side of it and how she really is taking the mother responsibility of everybody and of the whole group and how Rick is taking the father responsibility and to set up the parallels and eventually to have those two literally start bumping in the night at the end. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I like I like how they showed them both nice and clean, freshly showered at the beginning of the episode. Mm-hmm. Yep. So Except for to everyone's uglies at the end of the day, it was okay. It was just one day's worth of film. And everybody <laughs> is clean but Daryl. Daryl still hasn't taken a shower. I don't think I don't think Carol's hosed him down yet. Like held his ass. Too many prison showers in his life. He's not getting in there. <laughs> Timo says, let's jump in the chat. Carl is lost right now, but Enid is so fucking whiny and selfish. She only complains, but she wants Ugh. She needs I to know, die. Right, Enid? Jesus. <laughs> oh, and Corey See, says that's what's bothering Carl. What you know, like but she kind of did. She was like, she Why did. do we keep coming yeah. out here, Carl? And Carl was like, Bleh. <laughs> Corey says Corey says but they keep, oh, sorry. oh no please Katie go go I just imagine they've been doing this for weeks now mm-hmm. it seems and so she's been asking she's wondering why the fuck she keeps coming out here and he's not communicating with her at this point yeah she's gonna get whiny and say I'm not doing this with you anymore unless you tell me what the fuck you're doing this for <laughs> yeah it's been two weeks dude either put the moves on me out here or what the fuck man like i would say she's been amazingly patient <laughs> smelly <sighs> Corey says smelly world has gone to shit sex <laughs> uh, well Car- carl has a friend in jesus welcome sunny day tea factory welcome to the welcome my friend tara chan remember when i said enid was annoying and no one else really minded her yeah i was right and videl gave <laughs> yes let's go read comics comics in the forest surrounded by walkers you stupid fucking kids Jesus fucking Christ. That's the key word. Kids. Children. Okay, so let's get into parental supervision, by the way. 
Zero. Absolutely zero. So let's get zero into this episode. Take care of yourself. How it starts out. I I thought uh, right from the beginning of this episode, you could tell the tone was going to be a little different. When you start off an episode with, what was that? What's that song? I close my eyes. Uh, what the uh, the Boston song? So we see a picture of Carl with uh, with a knife or a bandage over his eye, and it's sort of what Katie was saying. The whole beginning part of this episode was set up to show us that time has passed, time has passed that yeah. a few weeks have happened, that everything that we're seeing is starting to become mundane. And right, the, Carl's the got his balance completely clean. Yeah, the streets are clean. We get the overhead shot. Carl's balance is back. The patch is clean. He's holding Judith. And Rick and Michonne are, are getting ready for the day, just having freshly showered and getting dressed and stuff. Mm-hmm. So it does it does definitely show that uh, significant time has passed, especially Sam. because the streets are bare. There are no dead bodies. We left it last week. The last thing we saw outside was there wasn't a square foot that somehow Deanna got out of that house, past all the walkers that were in the house, past the group of fucking survivors <laughs> cleaving their way through all of them out into the woods through the gates into the woods somewhere yeah magic transporter zombie beam it's been two wow. months in sam in sam chris's shitty music i agree i fucking hate boston dude i'm from boston and i fucking hate the band boston. And, then it, and then it gets worse to the cd that daryl doesn't want to listen to oh the, the i i actually like that music i like the rockabilly stuff i can't i can't lie uh, some of it sure i was a, okay so we see a picture of carl with with someone uh he's got a bandage over his eye we see that time has passed we see Judith as someone said in the chat. Am I wrong for wanting Judith to die? <laughs> no, man. I've been waiting for it forever. But like She's that, snack size. You know, she can't she can't die. She's gonna be the ultimate zombie warrior. One hope. D- DJ says the beginning felt like a Chrysler commercial. No, yeah, come on. They caught they, they. I said the first thing I said to Katie when they drove off in that in that three hundred was nice. They ditched the Hyundai and they cut themselves a Chrysler three hundred. I drove like, her. That's what they spent their money on. They were like, they're like, ah, eh, we could put this in more effects, but let's get a Chrysler three hundred yeah. for this next episode. I and drove- then we'll just leave it in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> I drove a Chrysler before it was cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay, so we see Judith and more than a fa- more than the feeling. That's the name of the song. And uh, Rick and Michonne flirt about shampoo. There's a moment where the two of them are <laughs> bites. T- Tim yeah. Ger- Tim Gersh says bite. Tim Gersh says bite sized Judith. Timo says no. Judith is the only good kid. <laughs> <laughs> Rick and she can't talk yet. <laughs> and and Corey Mitchell says the it's now four. That's the band. Uh, Rick puts now four into the CD player and Daryl face palms. D- d- then definitely kill that little crying bitch. Chrysler product placement. Uh, the fucking chat, you guys, as always, crack me the fuck up. Okay, so we, they joke about toothpaste, as Joe and Katie were saying. They joke with Carl uh, back and forth about the toothpaste. They say, you need to go see Denise to change your bandage. There's right from the beginning, as we as we mentioned, there's a very lighthearted feel about all this. You can tell they skip over, they yada yada all the mm-hmm. let's all feel bad about what happened to Carl stuff and everything's yeah. back to normal now and this and recovery we're done with that. exactly this so, is i'm glad they did that it, me too that th- this is just the new normal and i i don't always love when shows yada yada stuff but i feel like they yada yada the right stuff here mm. yes absolutely uh and so we so we go on and uh michonne says rick you be good have a good day and try to find my favorite kind of toothpaste which is the spearmint baking soda stuff i love that shit <laughs> Have a good day at work, honey. Yeah, have a good day. Try to get me some Toms at uh, Whole Foods. <laughs> that, that's my favorite kind of natural toothpaste. So then we get. I, I do 
like Tums. I, I like Tums. I, I use a kind, different natural one called Kiss My Face because it doesn't have sodium lauryl sulfate. Uh, yeah, too, too much information there, but sodium lauryl sulfate, bad, bad shit for me. It, it, it has a bad, I have mm-hmm. a bad reaction with it. Okay, anyway, too, no one wants to hear about my uh, my toothpaste. <laughs> they put that shit in everything, though, too. That's they so do. It, it's, it's, fo- it's a foaming agent that they put yeah. in fucking everything. And, uh, but anyways, it's, uh, yeah, it's unnecessary. Yeah, if anyone suffers canker sores sometimes, it's, it could, that, those can irritate it so you can use a toothpaste without it they this this from dr phil the issues guy yes hi this is dr phil the issues guy for uh phil is not a real doctor nor should he be handing out (laughs) medical advice please do not listen to him but please enjoy yes Yes, definitely, definitely do not listen to Lee. Disclaimer for you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Dr. Phil in no way is is a doctor in any way. Okay, so then we get Denise and Daryl talking, which, strangely enough, was one of my favorite scenes of the episode, and I want to see more scenes with Daryl and Denise together. They just have a fun chemistry. And uh, Daryl's planning for a run to get some batteries, food, and medicine, but she wants a little something extra. And it was interesting. Again, I like how the show did this. They played a sort of bait and switch. She didn't know what she was asking for at first, but then it's like, at first I'm like... Okay. Oh, what was that? I don't know. Shit, shit, falling, shit falling behind me. Someone didn't like what I said. Someone's like, I hated... Phil, I hated those Denise and Daryl scenes. What are you talking about? <laughs> but I loved. Oh, welcome! Oh, we got Anna Banana in the chat. Oh my, oh my God, guys, oh. love the talk with Daryl and Denise, who's actually really bummed he couldn't get the pop. Uh, Sunny D says, "Phil, try Tom's of Maine. Plus, it represents New England." Thank you. So did you did you get? See, I thought there was a whole joke there. I was lost. I was like, he comes out. He says, "You know, did you? Did, is do you is like medical it? supplies, or did you mean did you mean the drink?" So I'm like, ah, it says Coke, (laughs) especially because she says, I I don't know about that pop or whatever. And he's like, huh, what's that? (laughs) So like if it said soda, I would have thought like soda. But like it must have said Coke, and he was thinking, "Oh, that can be used for medical." Of course, you grew up with Mer- you grew up with Merle your whole life. That's the first thing you're gonna think when you see exactly that. like the math and Coke, right? The That's what you're Coke. thinking. Oh, uh, Bill says Phil likes to play. Yeah, yeah, I sure do. I love playing doctor. Uh, Phil, you got ghosts in there. Yeah, I got the ghosts of George R. R. Martin knocking the books off the shelves. He's like, "Fuck you! I'll finish the books when you want when I want to, motherfucker." What he threw down? He threw down. I got I got odds it's his kitties doing havoc to his house. Oh yeah. No, no, no. It was this book falling down off the shelf. It was Feast of Crows. Yep. That book got thrown down for whatever that that's for you. Acro, a little yeah. acro pro. Yeah, Katie, that oh. was for you. Grim Vids. Hey guys, West Coast checking in pre-gaming with you guys again. Great to great to fucking have you. You're gonna have a fun time with this episode. It's a fun I stress, fun episode of The Walking Dead, where I would say last week's was fucking balls to the walls, one of my favorite intense episode of The Walking Dead. This was fun. I had fun watching this. Yeah, I saw that montage again at the end, the the slaughter. I thought it was really good. Well done. Okay. Like the slaughter. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, not not here. You just wanted to stick it. See, see, one more time, Phil. It was awesome. You didn't like it, you fucking bastard. I know, I know, I know. I'm I'm a spoil sport. It reminded me too much of something you'd see in an Expendables movie or something like that. It's just like, everyone take a turn. (laughs) Face the camera and chop. But I'm just a little no fun asshole. I accept that. I accept it. (laughs) I don't want to have fun. I'm a bastard. Okay, so... Why don't you like to laugh? Phil, why don't you have that? Why don't you have fun with life? I'm a sad clown, doctor. Yeah, yeah. But so, Joe says acropo and fed Bill face pops. Joe. <laughs> Joe is going to become the punster of this show. 
So, okay, so we get Denise and Daryl talking, which is fucking hilarious. He plans, and I agree, Joe, there was some joke in there that was, easy, like, I missed. I rewound that one a couple times. I'm like, what are they talking about? And, oh, and that, because I kept rewinding before I let it get to the end of the scene to realize that they were talking about soda. I was like, oh, did I miss something? They were talking about Coke, man. Coke, yeah. And she says, it's not medicine. You know, get that, get medicine first or get food or get something. This is the last thing you need to worry about. Ch children's books, Ch you know. Yeah, she's trying to really, so like, awkward. say, don't, yeah. She's that. trying to say, like, it's for me. It's just, like, I kind of want it. So get anything for anybody else first. <laughs> she's trying to make it not a big deal. Yeah. Someone says, where do you get cocaine in the zombie apocalypse? I don't know. That's a good fucking question. <laughs> god damn it okay so you can find it pretty easy in the za and the in the zombie apocalypse and the what's that on the sci-fi one z nation z nation z z z okay so denise and daryl talking she wants the soda and uh she doesn't like it she never liked pop and so uh it's not for her what's it for it's for yeah, well, it's for it's for a little present for her girlfriend tara which is really sweet oh, and i very do sweet i do she talks about it in her sleep. she talks but she, but she might hate it but she might love it so i'm gonna take mm -hmm. the chance and i also love that she did call it pop and then made the reference when i'm from ohio my yes. uh, my old bass player of, of of my band and the guy who actually played our theme song or the main theme song the guy who uh oh. recorded that whole thing he's for he's from ohio and he always the first time i hung out with him he's like oh can i stop at the store to get some and pop i'm like what the fuck are you talking about pop and oh, yeah he's like yeah we say Throwing pop from ohio. we say pop in ohio i like that i wish we said pop out here it's a it's a pop, it's pop. you want some pop sody pop, pop. Ooh, sody pop sody pop you lucky <laughs> bastard bill <laughs> bill's prescription approved amen Ooh. so Hey now. hey now okay so uh so darrow gets it he's gonna hey get, he's hey gonna get bar batteries in no how they say pop they're gonna take a sleep he says uh yep it'll be a great surprise so she's not good daryl daryl who still hasn't said daryl's like okay i'll get it it'll be fun i'll take care of it let's do it so then we get to see a, the wall of dead folks as the car pulls and the, get, the gate opens. And uh, and Eugene stops at the Eugene. window. Eugene. And uh, DJ says pop in Chicago as well. Sunny Day says no joke. I got a real. Oh, yeah. Illinois. Oh, yes. Share if anyone, if anyone, Sunny, feel free to share the link to your blog in the chat or in the uh, in in the uh, Google Plus group if you want, so people can check out your blog. I meant to say that in, in a show in the mm -hmm. past, so definitely feel yeah. free to share that link in the chat. So, like pop, is a, pop is a Midwest thing. Mm. So, uh, so yes, yeah, so Eugene, fucking awesome. Eugene's like, listen, uh, you gotta, what, do you know the uh, sorghum? Is that what that was Sorghum, called? yeah. Sorghum, have you ever, had you ever it's, heard? It's the mother grain, it's the, Super grain. I don't know. Yeah, it's some sort in, of grain. If you that... read ingredients labels, it's in a lot of shit. So it's a it's a nutritional a, value. It's cheap. It stays up a, longer. It, it, it takes quicker to grow. And it's corn based. Is that is that what Eugene was saying there? And he goes, if we get some of that, if we can get if we can get some of that, we can go from a scary situation to a hunky dunky situation. <laughs> Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I, I thought that was kind of lucky of them. It's like, oh look, welcome, Aaron. Welcome on it. <laughs> Good thing Eugene stopped by the car window on our way out. <laughs> well, it, it, like I said, yeah, it's something you you don't hear about, but it's in a lot of stuff. Read your ingredients labels. Sorghum, it's a very bulking agent, hmm. most of all. 
it's not necessarily nutritious. So they can totally get hunky dunky. <laughs> oh yeah. Hunky dunky. And I love Daryl's reaction to again, Dar seeing Daryl's reaction to uh, certain people is just hilarious. Seeing him interact with Denise and then Eugene were like real highlight moments because just the look that him and Rick have in their face when Eugene's going oh, on going on his <laughs> we'll, we'll be the envy of every little corn person and thing. <laughs> I'm marked. I'm the envy of every little corn person and thing. I'm I'm marked. I'm marked off all the spots on my calendar, or I mean, on this map where you might be lucky to find some corn dispensaries of some kind for our benefit of this the farm like situation on this place. And I, and I just Daryl's just like, and you can make a hell of a moose out of it for my mullet. Eugene is now the random trivia guy. Says Corey. Yep. Oh, totally. You've heard totally. of that oat moose? This is sorghum stuff. I, I loved Daryl's reaction to that. He, it was just this, like, incredulous face. But he was nice about it. No, he was. Sure, sure we'll uh, keep an eye out. And uh, no, if if you're staying there, if you're going to follow Deanna's plans of, of putting crops everywhere, if you're going to, if that's the plan, then absolutely, that's the supplies you should be looking for. You should be looking for grain storehouses yeah. and warehouses no, it's, and it's, places it, like that it's super smart yep. and into the person in the chat cory cory mitchell who said he's kind of like cliff clavin from chairs i'd say he's like that in the from the funny yeah. standpoint but eugene actually has information whereas whereas cliff was a uh a blowhard that like bullshitted a lot he knows the secret to life cliff well, he knew he knew like useless trivia. useless trivia where where i guess eugene's the same thing he knows useless trivia but eugene also knows useful trivia like things useful that can things well. that can actually help them out whereas cliff never like really how to make a battery out of nickels cliff except for the episode of jeopardy where he got all the postal categories and like what kinds of beer and stuff <laughs> <laughs> sorry quick weird random chairs reference thank you for the oh, chairs stuff. Stuff. Great. Great i love chairs stuff. Cliff hey cliff's the best comfortable shoes right as you, you oh, made reference a second so ago. important I got that from your wall, Phil. Yep, yep, yep. Back when I was a kid, we used to all hang out in my room in like that '70s show, you know, like all in the basement of Phil's in house. Basement. Yeah, Phil's yeah. basement. We all wrote on the the walls like random quotes, you know, like from uh, "Pump Up the Volume," "Just Do It," "Talk Hard," you know, it's like all this fucking, <laughs> fucking stupid shit like that. Zeppelin quotes. Yeah, Zeppelin. It's fucking, quotes fucking ridiculous. Okay. So uh, so, so we were all a bunch of Eugenes with our fucking stupid quotes. It's fucking awful. Okay. So so then <laughs> then we hit, then we head out for Rick and Daryl's uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off time going off with Rick and Daryl. Uh, and yes, yeah, so someone in the chat said they were like looking at it. Sam Crow said they were looking at it like, you fucking weirdo. Just looking yep. at it. Yep. Yep. But, it, but like, look at him like that all you want. But you gotta kind of go get that sorghum, especially yeah, when you see the yeah, big barn that it. has it written across the front of it. Get that, yeah, get that, get that sorghum. Yeah, once you find the barn with sorghum scrawled, yeah, hmm, maybe Eugene is onto something. <laughs> and I, and like, is, isn't there like, haven't, hasn't somebody brought home a yellow pages yet? Because I would imagine a yellow pages would be fairly useful. Yeah. As far as where you want to go next, what you're looking for, yeah. spots to hit. Ooh. And uh oh that's, yeah, that's just one of those little things that they should have. It. Yeah. 
It's it is like a compass. Let's jump into the chat for one second. DJ says my favorite Daryl moment was when Rick said he helped you, and Daryl said, "Well, he may have." (laughs) I love the spitty scent section. Says I think Jesse's death scene last week was a takeout. If you look closely, you can see that Nicholas fell on top of her. Did she slide under a dumpster? Did that happen? No. No. (laughs) Did she slide under a fucking dumpster? Holy shit! No, no. (laughs) Funny quote. And let's jump into the chat. Into the chat wing chat room. Mar says, Mayor says, oh my God, what an episode. It'll be very interesting to see this Jesus storyline goes. He is Mm. hot. It didn't take very long for Rick to get over Jesse. I love Rick and Michonne together. As someone mentioned in the chat, Talking Dead. It's been two months. Has decreed that it was two months. So it's been two months. When Daryl was uh, in... When Daryl was chasing Jesus, I was thinking of the Benny Hill show theme. Yeah. How quickly before someone makes that makes that edit. Let's have a sexy party. That YouTube video will be out tonight. Someone will be posting that. Oh yeah. Wait, I know what I know what I'm doing after the show. Expect expect that later. Rick, why the fuck did you get out of the car? And if you're gonna get off out of the car and run after him. If he's now been jumped, he ninjaed himself out of those ropes or with those ropes onto the roof of your car without yeah, you hearing it on your way out. Didn't see him in the rear view mirrors, right? All that shit. And then you're going to chase after him? Fuck that. Why didn't you just put two rounds in him? Ugh, just leave him. Once you rolled him off the truck, he's stunned. I think I think Terra Chan said it best in the pre uh, in the pre-show because he's already has main character armor all over him. You can't hurt him. Right now, did you see everything on him was uh, clean and brand new? And that's new. what Rick noticed too. Yeah. Rick noticed, Rick noticed too. We noticed groomed. it first. Yeah, dude. No. <laughs> we were both like, look at those gloves. Those are brand new. Oh my god, look at that hat. Not a mm-hmm. piece of dirt on it. Look at his hair is nice. That handkerchief completely white. No this good. dude's been living somewhere. He's got water. He's got clean supplies. He didn't just find a store and change all his clothes. <laughs> <laughs> 10 minutes ago. Well, and he's psychotically bold. He picks the pocket of two dudes he doesn't know could just, like, they could just turn around and kill him real quick. <laughs> like, what if Rick hand in his pocket during the first, the very first meeting and realizes his keys are missing? Anytime anybody touches me in public, I'm, I check my pockets. Yeah. I've they seen touch oh my, my shoulder, I, my hands go in my pocket. Dude, I've seen I the, mon- I've seen so the money train too many times and seen Woody yes. Harrelson get bumped and, uh, and lose, his, lose the um, money that uh, Wesley gave to him. And that, that was a big fucking mess. You know, they never, yep. they never became friends after that. Wesley no. totally fucked Jennifer Lopez no. after that. Spoiler alert for the money train, dude. <gasps> oh, no. Santovia, oh. welcome. Timo, uh, the Game of Thrones, uh, th- our exclusive froth. <laughs> I was thinking the Scooby-Doo theme says, be- or, or to Bill, or the- I was, uh, I don't know the name of that tune, but thanks, the Benny Hill song. That tune is in my head when he was chasing Jesus in the field. I don't know the name of the song. I'm not sure the name of the song either. I always the just. The Benny Hill song. It might yeah, actually be called the Benny Hill song. For all intents and purposes, it's the Benny Hill song. <laughs> and uh, okay, so so then we get let's have a sexy party. Now, Rick, it, we get the point in the as long as he didn't say let's have a sexy party, I was okay with it. So Rick says, "Oh, that would be awesome." Rick says, "Today, Daryl, we're gonna find food and we're gonna find people." Daryl says, "There's been no people for weeks, and maybe that's a good thing." As an interesting parallel that gets set up in this episode and pays off at the end is that since last 
half of the season when Rick was so against bringing people in because of the events of the the Negan or the Negan's men situation. That's made Daryl be like, fuck, 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 fuck this. We got a thing. I don't want to go out there anymore because I'm scared of those fucks. And and ultimately, Rick has completely three, uh, 180 on this situation. And because he's seen the Alexandria people step up big time, he's like, now I know people can actually help. And I, we should get more people. Let's build a fucking complete society in here. And he's bought into the Kool-Aid no. or drank the Kool-Aid that Deanna was serving. So it's an interesting parallel of a switch where, where at the end, uh, I'll talk about the end now, where they get into that whole... You were right before. No, you were right before. You're the man. No, you the man. <laughs> no, Joe, you the man. You're no, the, you the man. No, you the man. You the man. And uh, <laughs> and uh, at, so it was absolutely. It was a. It was a difficult. It was. It was a fun situation. A cool parallel yes. that was set up between the two of them to see how far the how far Rick has come and how dare how that situation has really had a profound effect on on daryl being like fuck this you know mm -hmm. we're lucky that we oh, don't yeah people suck people suck yeah you don't fuck with daryl's motorcycle you fuckers yeah exactly mm -hmm. no you don't mm -hmm. you don't Bad. okay so so rick says this is gonna be a good day it's you know it's it's bound to come up it's the law averages and then rick goes to put a cd in the car and daryl's like no please god no and rick's like Nope, it's about time. And we get to see a very different Rick in this episode. A very, you know, he's like singing Jovial. along. Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. That's before he got laid, too. You know, imagine it's going to happen tomorrow. <laughs> Rick's going to be like that annoying, happy person now. Hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. My son survived. My daughter's finally growing a little bit. And I got some action with the hot hot samurai. I'm in good shape today. You know, hot samurai nanny. He's going to be so fucking happy. Dirty Daryl. <laughs> it's like uh, Daryl is so hot. Dirty Daryl. You don't mess with Daryl's gun either. I'm shocked. I'm shocked that Jesus didn't slip on Daryl's dirty hair. <laughs> <laughs> So we 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 come back, Corey. You've been cracking. Corey's been in the zone the last couple of weeks. Corey in the pre-show had some amazing lines. That's where I got the uh, the zombie uh, the zombie uh, transporter beam is what got Deanna out. I got to give that all credit to that one to Corey for the from before the show. What if Jesus didn't get that flat tire when he have ran forever? It wasn't that convenient that he got that flat tire. Yeah, we'll, yeah, right. we'll, we'll get Out of nowhere in the middle of yeah. like the road. Mm -hmm. Just yeah, that was a little that was tire. that was a little convenient. Not quite as convenient as uh, Deanna's. And Jesus, they're in good shape. How far did they have to run? And they were booking it. They weren't just like jogging. They, they better be in good shape. It. They just that, need that, to... uh, that's something I noticed in the last episode of like Hotel Coral. Boots. He's not in very good shape. Oh my! And his hands are pretty soft for someone who's been living the life that they've been living. Very true, and he's got those. He's got. He's got those trusting bad boy eyes. You just want to save him, Katie. I that trusting what? bad boy eye. I. No. Oh, I thought you were talking about. Je I was talking about Jesus. I'm. I'm no, she, yeah, no, she was. She had brought up coral. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. I, I, coral. I'm distracted by. I was distracted yeah. by Jesus's. Uh, has a crush. Yeah, I got a little Jesus crush. So we. Uh, so you, you like him so much because everybody calls you Jesus all the time. I, I have gotten it before, and I. I 
<laughs> before you have gotten it before like almost every time we go to a bar some chick comes up to go you look that's like because jesus. drunk people hey, you do you're fucking jesus <laughs> fuck you jesus but i don't really i we we have yeah, or some drunk frat boy comes up and goes man fuck jesus. you fuck you jesus that's because i have long hair and a beard we have friends that look more actually like like jeff b or our friend dusty look more like jesus than i do <laughs> but like but like from a visual standpoint of the pictures but it's just the long hair and the beard it's an easy sort of Philsus, as Tim says, Jesus is hot as fuck, says Terry Chair. Yes, he was hot as fuck. I agree. Jesus is hot as a Houdini ninja, says Timo. The original six pack owner. Timo, no, we're talking about TV show Jesus. Timo's making room in the basement for her, pushing pushing Daryl over and making room in the basement. You look- <laughs> uh, Bill says Phil looks like a welfare Weird Al Yankovic or just plain Phil. Should I pull out the me and Weird Al photo? <laughs> oh, you should definitely. If you can get that up on the screen for them, that's yeah, something. I'll, tr- I'll try. Maybe by the end of the show, I'll, I'll get that up or something. I actually got to meet Weird Al when I saw him. I walked up to his uh, tour bus and I said, Dad! And, he, and then I asked him if I could cook <laughs> meth on his wagon. And uh, yes. And I- the photo was unbelievable. You would believe it too. <laughs> welfare Weird Al. Yeah, it's just me and Weird Al sitting next to each other. It's, it's interesting. It's okay. So yeah, Phil, he can he can visit the basement. You guys in the chat, as always, are just amazing. And thank you to everybody and anyone that's listening to our audio podcast. I see you guys out there every week downloading the episode. And if you haven't already, you can subscribe awesome. to us on iTunes or Stitcher. We're out there, or just subscribe to our podcast feed at Phil's Recap and Review Issues Program.com. But thank you to all the people that are listening to the audio cast. And if you can, please try to join us live after the East Coast broadcast here and jump in the motherfucking chat because these people are freaking awesome. It's great to have them and great, Amazing. great to share this episode with all of them. But we or do join a- us late after the West yep. Coast broadcast. We might exactly. But we do appreciate... Join us 24 hours a day. <laughs> yes, exactly. Join us 24 hours a day. But we do appreciate you audio-only listeners that are out there. We know some people that do just subscribe to the podcast. And we appreciate you guys just as much, you ninjas in the background. Phil, sing Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Ninjas. Super There's ninjas. Star. Oh, how are the ninjas of Jesus Christ? <laughs> Phil should go in a base. <laughs> Phil should go in a basement tour. <laughs> Don't. Sam's basement is getting. Thank you. <laughs> they, the people, the girls in the chat are d- dividing Jesus's time. <laughs> Whose basement he's staying? I'm afraid of them. Dude. Oh my! Oh, I love right. They're so uh, so fucking awesome. Okay, so <laughs> I just I always think of uh, saving Silverman with them having Judith tied yeah. up down in the basement. <laughs> well, we're gonna feed you. Movie. Oh, that's great. Great stuff. Oh, oh my goodness. Okay. So we're watching and waiting. Uh, we come back to the wall and Michonne's on top and we see Spencer. Oh. He's watching and waiting and waiting and oh no, oh, she see she sees Sp- <laughs> Oh my gosh, Katie. She sees Spencer heading off into the woods and she doesn't like the cut of his jib. So she jumps down and follow follows. Hold on. Hold on. She does Thank not just come down. Thank you, Katie. Thank you, she Katie. Doesn't like she doesn't like the cut of his jib, but she leaves her freaking gun on top of the wall she doesn't tell okay so you're on guard yeah, bad you've security been, <laughs> you've been attacked by bad, the bad. fucking wolves two bad months ago okay around. great so you haven't seen anything in two months but now all of a sudden you're on watch and you think it's a great idea to leave your gun on top of the wall alone yeah, climb down and fa- wander off into the woods without telling anybody sure. where or what you're doing well, not Brilliant. to mention, no one has noticed this guy going out every day. Every day Carl looking for his mom. Enid Joe, that, Edith, that's why I is. love that Carl called her out on that bullshit later. 
Carl totally said, you, you do the same fucking thing. You just went right. out in the yep. woods, too. What are you yelling at me? I'm just as equipped to kill as you are. Right. And at this point, Carl, well. Carl's like average middle age. Like you can't give him like shit for going. He's an adult. He's a man. Yeah, I this just point, wonder years how much in the zombie time apocalypse, had, but still. Has he been training with his lack of One depth perception? Like how well can he compensate for that yet? Fair enough. Good. Good point. Good, good point. It, it looked like he hadn't switched grips on his hand. He's going to be looking cockeyed down the barrel. He was still using, like, his, his left eye's gone, but he's holding the gun in his right hand. That's no. going to fuck your aim up. I mean, I would hope that they had been training with him and, and teaching him that stuff, but they don't do very well with this shit. No. Where's the security? No. Where are the roving patrols? The stealthy patrols? The, ah! Like, like there's so much, like, Seriously? it's been two months. Why is there... Frustrating. Like, there should be two of them like at each spot on the wall if there's enough like there's there should be hunter blinds in the woods with people up in those mm -hmm. 24 hours a day that aren't part of like the people that are out in the open on the wall this is ridiculous absolutely ridiculous yeah. you're your, your fucking prison fell your your goddamn town here fell it's ridiculous um, let's it's go like the, the church where you found bob that fell yeah Let's go to the voicemail hotline where we got a couple of voicemails. One from a friend in Texas. Hey, I want to say that Marco Han was, she was looking pretty great tonight. Like, I don't know what it was, but she was just looking fabulous. And her hair was nice. And, you know, that, that's. I have to rewind. I, I didn't hear who he was talking about. Yeah. I just was want that to say that. No, wait, what? Hey, wait a second. <laughs> Let me hear. Maggie? I just want to say that Lauren Cohen was. Oh, okay, Maggie. Yeah, Maggie. Maggie looks. Yeah, Maggie looks. You don't need. You don't need to tell me. To, I need to. I want to rewind to hear you say Maggie's hot again. One more fucking time. Oh, wait, have you seen the cover of uh, something? Some health magazine. If I haven't, I know I'm looking tonight. And like we fit magazine or bought one of those. Health or and we yeah. also have. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness me. And we also have a. Oh, we have a call right now. Let's take our call. Welcome to the show. Oh, sorry. We had two calls at once. How's it going, caller? Good. This is Al, Red Sox fan. How are you doing, Phil, Joe, and Sadie? Welcome, Al. Welcome to the show, buddy. Yeah. Hope everyone's doing well in, in the chat room. Just a quick thing. Love the episode. It was kind of like a fun episode in a way. Hmm. Yeah. But um, it seems like they all went stupid. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> just with little things like Joe hit it on the head. That's gold. That's why I called in. I never call in. It's just, you know, like they Michonne leaves her gun. She leaves her post. I mean, maybe she got relieved. No. I don't know. But also with Rick and Daryl, she didn't again, get re she didn't get relieved. Out. I'm sorry to interrupt. No, she didn't get. Re she just left her fucking post. Right. Exactly. Yeah. No. I mean, she got relieved later on in the episode. Oh yes. Oh yes. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Second shift. But, but yeah. when, um, well, well, maybe uh, Al, maybe. Oh well, let him, <laughs> let, let him fit. Let's let him. Sorry, Al. Keep going. Oh, I'm sorry. So just when when Daryl and Rick they're out there and they come across Jesus, who is a <laughs> like a green beret ninja or something, and I yeah, from too. the comics from the comics he's probably from that other group of people. Mm. That's just my guess. Not, yeah. not the Negan people. Yeah, well, yeah. I, I know. I know what you're saying. It's like we're gonna. Yeah, so I don't want to. Yeah, we're gonna I like wanna... we're gonna eat at a long gone steakhouse. <laughs> right. And they just and they just you know he steals the truck and then they catch up to him. I'd be pretty pissed. I'm not. 
a normally bad person, but I'm pretty sure I would have shot him. And then <laughs> yep. took yeah, they lost, all, those, they, they lost all those supplies for people that they care about. I don't know, yeah, just, dude, great. I did gr- like the episode; it was fun. But. Great call, Al. Red Sox fan. Great to hear from you, buddy. All right. Yeah, much yeah. agree. I absolutely agree, Al. Man, Al, great they, call. Great call, Al. They, they, the, the guy stole the van full of supplies and left them stranded. God knows how far from how from uh, from safety or or from their town. That's a, that's as good as a death sentence for anybody, yes. maybe except for Rick and Daryl. But that's as good as that warrants. You don't come back to the town. You don't get to know about us. You don't get interviewed. We just kill you, rummage your pockets, take your supplies, and say, have a good day. Yes, great. Like that's it's inexcusable. Once mm. you've committed the the bad acts against anybody in this mm. in this community, you you don't get an invitation back. You don't get to come see the doctor. Yeah, he could have shot Daryl in the face, but that was well beyond the point that he should have been dead. <laughs> okay, let's listen to one more voicemail before we get back into our recap from the one and only Tim Gersh. Yeah, so uh, let's see a uh, question for uh, everybody. But, uh, why the fuck is anybody thought of beginning a zombie prank in front of the wall? Yeah, I'm seriously, that's fucking obvious. You know, they should have done that from the start. But whatever. I take care. You take care. Good call, my friend. Good call, Tim. Always good to hear from you, buddy. And let us get back into the mother... Let's jump in the chat. Uh, Anna says, in my opinion, they can see Jesus isn't that bad of a guy. He's trying to survive. Like Rick said, did he point a weapon? Uh, it's, uh, it's, it's, we're putting voices well, to the really names, by the way. No, he, mug- he, he pickpocketed him and stole the truck. Yeah, Set a like diversion Eugene, to steal a truck. He used his skills. And you don't always need to, to, to pull a trigger to kill someone in the zombie apocalypse, as far as I'm concerned. No, he left them with a slow, torturous death. Potentially. Absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, so I guess let's get back into the episode recap to this completely useless scene that we get with Maggie and Enid that that I think the only use of this scene is to see how hot Maggie is. And it's 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 just really Maggie coming up being like, holy shit. Oh, my goodness. Whoa, Maggie's beautiful. Oh, at least they're giving her stuff to do. Like, Something, anything. They gave her a scene again. But it's like it's the same scene she's had all season. And like for the last half of last season, just like a, a small conversation thrown in, you know, Maggie's still alive and not lost out in the ZA somewhere. It's really, it's real. I come on, give her something else to do for Christ's sake. Katie, you're such a method, uh, method warg. <laughs> you really get in that, get in that crowd. You're like, <laughs> I love that. That was perfect. Uh, yeah, choking up a feather. Yeah, choking up a feather yes, over there. I gotta groom myself with this beak, you know. <laughs> Santavia Major says, question, why did they, le- oh my God, oh, I- good fucking question. Why did they leave the car in the first place? We're going to get into that. Trust me, yes. we'll get into that. Uh, yeah, well, the truck was already Because they wanted yeah, to drive uh, together. That's so fucking stupid, Joe. Why the fuck don't you just have one of them fall the other one? Then you have both cars. You have multiple options and situations. Then you don't get into the fucked up bullshit situation that they got into. Yeah, I could not understand the stupidity. The stupidity of leaving the other car behind. Oh, we'll come back for it on another day. Like, what? That is 
that is to create drama after the fact. It was just that pissed me off for some reason. Like, yeah, I, like, look, yeah, sorry. I, that car's gonna had, come into play again. I well, I was just thinking, and I don't think this was in any way their intention. But I just thought they have all these vehicles available to them that are working and full of gas. It's not a bad idea necessarily to leave the leave a couple out there at checkpoints yep. Yep. just in case That's they have to do the fire drill thing. Mm -hmm. Everyone, you know, you people meet at this point, you people meet at this point just in case. And then they have so, vehicles at their disposal. Yep. So, Every five miles out and all four points on the compass and then... 10 miles mm -hmm. out on the other four points. Just to be fair on the other side, uh, Sam Crow said they didn't want to separate. But I'll send, the only thing I'll say is essentially they're not separated. They're just going to be back to back. and they're 12 feet yeah. apart. 12, 12 feet apart, apart good. In, in steel, you know, armor. Two targets instead of one. Yep, Santovia, you may so. you may be going on a, a on a rant. You totally you totally like reminded me of how pissed off I was about that. I'm I'm angry. Let me shake my fist at the at the Walking Dead for. Yeah, I didn't see. I didn't even think about that. I don't know. Just, I was just on along for the ride with Daryl and Rick. Yeah, oh, and, the and that's the thing, Kate, Katie. You you actually like make an excellent point because ultimately I didn't care because you got more fun stuff with them in the car together, yeah. and it was like it was good <laughs> shit. But like realistically in the moment stephanie mm. said that out loud and i'm like and we're both like why didn't they take why are they leaving the car i just like i didn't quite get it but it, i mean i can yeah. un yeah. understand them wanting to watch each other's back keep maybe not bring it i'm trying to rationalize here not bring as much shit you know be as uh you know we i don't know no see you know that there's hazards out there you know that you could come across a negan crew Who's going to try to take your truck like they did Daryl already? Potholes, deer. Right. There's all sorts of things like you. You walkers, could. You yeah, either stay walkers. followed in a convoy or you space out by a quarter of a mile so that if something happens to the lead vehicle, at least the other person is still alive to yes. see it. Mm -hmm. No, absolutely. Or can save the person. Right. There's a die. there's a lot of things that inferno. I say like I don't understand the uh, the idea behind or their thinking. Like Michonne getting off that wall, <laughs> leaving her fucking gun behind for A, just anybody to walk up and take. Yep. For B, anybody to just walk up and take. And the complete One second security call. for the town. Right. I wanted to call I wanted to call and make a, a defense on people making dumb decisions in a show in this show. Okay. <laughs> I love you, buddy. That's to just the plot line going. If they made every single perfect decision. Like in every given situation, there's nowhere for the storyline to go. Dude, yes. dude, dude. Yes. As usual, dude, you are like the yes. you're the like the voice of logic, buddy. Because it's because the same shit happens like last season when we were talking about the Tyrese episode, and I'm like, yeah, he died because the script told us he needed to die in that moment. <laughs> and, and, but you're absolutely right. It's like Joe, I think, was upset about. It. And I'm like, and also, I, I remember Joe said that uh, you know it's a death sentence for anybody, but um. But, you know, the two that were out there, Daryl yeah. and uh, yeah. Rick, I also think there are a couple other people that could have lived in that scenario. Yeah. I think Glenn and Maggie yeah. and Michonne well, at this point, and, like, at a this lot point, of other people second, that yeah. were, you know, been with the group or, like, Abraham and his people good. could have lived that yes, situation, yes. too. Good, good point, yes. Joe. Yeah, yeah. But I, I think Joe, I'm speaking for Joe here. What I think Joe meant to say is any of that core core yeah. group of six or seven of our like foundation group of Maggie, Glenn, yeah. uh, Abraham, uh, Daryl, Rick. Rosita, at, this, at this point, I got to think too, it's been years <clears throat> that the zombie apocalypse has been going on for anybody who is alive at this point 
it's not necessarily going to be a death sentence too because you're out in the middle of it for the last two mm -hmm. years anyway good point. well even the people who are surviving are making dumb decisions. Uh, so like it right. I don't know. Excellent, excellent, excellent point, Miss Crow. Goes. Excellent point, Miss Crow. And one more voicemail before we get back into recap. Can we just run it? Why do we can't we just get in the car with the, the running car with the doors open? No, let's hide behind the the machetes. In the shed with the, with <laughs> the chainsaws. Okay, what's they'll never find us there. One second, let's listen to the voicemail. You guys are fucking awesome tonight. Okay, let's do it. Hey guys, <laughs> here again and i just wanted to say that this episode felt really fan fiction to me with all the plot conveniences and the shipping i'm still going back and forth like trying to decide whether i really loved this episode or hated it and yeah i i felt like the writing wasn't the strongest but it was just fun in general I, I, I can't really decide whether I loved it or hate I'm, it. I'm, I'm almost in the same boat as you, whereas at times I loved it, but I do feel like this was, okay, we're going to give the audience what they want. We're going to give yeah. them the... It, the and Michonne Rick. The Michonne Rick. Yeah. We're going to give them uh, interesting new characters. But I, I got to say, I generally had fun with it, which is what I'm trying to feel. I'm trying yeah. not to get too, too crazy with that and just actually... Like I had a good time watching the episode, especially the Rick and Daryl, Rick and Daryl yeah. bromance stuff and all the Jesus stuff. The and I like that, and I personally felt that I felt something. I was never a fan of of, uh, and I don't like to get into these things, but I was never a big fan of Jesse and her. I was like, she's dead soon. Mm -hmm. She's not a real point, and she's just right. getting in the way. I think on a podcast here before I said she's just getting in the way of Rick and uh, Michonne's yeah. future or whatever. <laughs> so I, I was definitely a fan of of them getting together, and I like how the episode didn't make that big of a deal of it, made it very much the, the hey, uh, sorry, Joe. Hey, Crow, we're just hanging out today. Yeah, yeah, nothing to do today. Hey, can we have sex? Okay, let's have sex. Sure, sure, you're bored. You know, it's like, it's that kind of conversation that we're having. It's and it's just a matter of, and honestly, that's how sex happens a lot of times, where you're just like, yeah. mm. you're bored? You're bored? You want to have sex? Oh, okay, we'll have some sex today. Whatever. Like, yeah, especially when you're already that bonded, like yeah. the two of them are. Exactly. It kind of makes sense that it's just, oh, let's casually slide into this because there hey, was an element here. of it that was Seinfeld, How I Met Your Mother, like Ted mm. and Robin or Jerry and Elaine, when they're like, <laughs> we need to have sex to save the friendship. Yes, because I or and I'm wondering if this is gonna be like a one-time thing or they're officially yeah. a couple now or something like that on the show and i and, think they're officially a couple and they i do and i yeah. do have yeah. to point out yeah. that stephanie yeah. stephanie stood up during that part and goes i don't want to see this shit on the walking dead so no, i do i gotta i gotta i gotta I had, that's I had uh, some difficulty with it not uh, because of the michonne and rick thing that i said earlier i never really felt that kind of chemistry between them but also yeah i, I don't need sex scenes in the yeah. walking dead yeah. Someone like asked, the caller said, though, it's good that you don't know if you liked it or hated it. That's great when you know you loved an episode. It's always bad when you feel like you got yeah. an episode that sucked. But if you're not sure, one thing's for sure. You're thinking about yeah. it. You're trying to decide. You yeah, keep that was the whole episode in your head, and that's a good thing for the show. That was the whole Frightening Dick Theater thing. You may love it, you may hate it, but you won't think it's all right. So uh, <laughs> fan says, Phil, who is the last person that died that you liked? The first one that pops in my head is Tyrese. 
And because uh, I didn't really, I wasn't really a huge fan of Noah and wasn't a fan of Jesse or any of her family. I'm trying to think who else were big characters that, that died. Beth. Nick. I didn't like Nick. Beth. I wasn't a huge fan of Beth. I like, yeah, well, yeah. So I, I liked Beth. Eh. Herschel was the devastating. Herschel. I'd say, but the last one I really liked was probably Tyrese. Um, let's jump a little bit more in the chat. It's been a while since any main characters have died. Um, this episode was cute, says DJ. I miss Carol. <laughs> I know. I wanted Ca- I miss Carol. And Critch asked More Carol. And Critch says a very interesting question. The question is, does sex put a red shirt of Michonne on the relationship? Because it's so far in his uh, track history. Uh, right? Jesus Christ. She may be able to survive the curse. And, don't wanna... She's going to get mangled. And, bi- and Sorry, Bill says the last person I like that died, Porch Tech. <laughs> <laughs> I, lo- I love you, Bill. <laughs> I, hey, fuck- well, at least he has a fan. Yeah, you, you know? you're, you're the one. You like you like that. That dude was, uh, no, the last guy that died I liked was that dude, Nick. He was awesome. <laughs> that dude was awesome. He he was cool. Yeah. yeah. He was the best. Great decisions from that guy. Corey says know, who, was it Tyrese and Noah Tyre- died first. Noah died. Noah died more recently, well, but yeah. I I wasn't the hugest fan of Noah. Uh I know a lot of people some people were, but I really liked Tyrese and I was like that upset me the way he died and that like that I don't know. I find him an extremely interesting character, so I was pissed off that he that he uh, he died in that way. Corey says, "I think yeah. after last week's episode, they had to do something more lighthearted. A real sad <clears throat> episode would have been kind." Of, yeah, we were talk- saying that at the beginning. You're you're 100 right. I like that The Walking Dead gave us a different tone than we've ever gotten in an mm-hmm. episode tonight. That sort of comedic side to the show that I think they 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 hint at at times, but not something we've seen in a while. It was something yeah. that used to happen a lot with Glenn at the beginning. Merle brought some sort of aspect of that humor to the show, Michael Roker. Um, Mm -hmm. But it was very fun watching it with Rick, getting to see Rick. It was really with Rick. And and everything from this series in a lot of ways is Rick's perspective. So you're seeing a lighter-hearted Rick. So everything Mm. was sort of like a lighter-hearted tone. Very, very interesting. The Rick and Daryl Comedy Hour featuring Jesus. Hey, ladies, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Rick and Daryl Comedy Hour. Special guest star, Jesus. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Tim says, Beth was great. It's sad to see her go. Sunny, Katie and Joe, would you guys stay in New England during a zombie apocalypse? I can picture you guys moving to the islands of South Florida. Joe, do yeah. you speak French? No? No. Un piqui. Does that mean a little? No. No. no it doesn't mean anything, probably. Poquito. <laughs> I can speak a little Spanish. Poquito. Je ne parle français. Je ne parle français. The only language Joe. Je ne parle pas français. Je ne parle pas français. No, parle. Ne parle. DJ. Yeah, I'll be doing the speaking for us. DJ says, I don't particularly care for Happy Rick. And uh, Joe and I's only other languages that we can speak is some horrible language called Ithig, where we. Hith a guy, jith a go. Hith a guy, with a gar, yith a goo, with a gas, with a coal. Okay, that's it. Yeah, for the guy. That's stupid shit. That's the only thing that we can. Girl talk. Pig Latin. Pig Latin. Fucking babysitters club language or whatever the fuck it's called or some <laughs> shit like that. And uh, DJ said I don't particularly care for Happy Rick. I, I like I like Crazy Rick a lot better too. I I, I, I love seeing Rick and Daryl interact. That's yeah. great. Their bromance is so the bro- much fun. The bromance is strong with that one. It really awesome. is. It really is. Good. <laughs> the bromance is strong with these two. 
<laughs> Timo says, oh, Phil and Joe, you made your own language. No, we stole it from our girlfriends at the time that dumped us soon after that. And then we st- we just kept the language. We're like, we're like bye. We're going to keep the language. Yeah, this works to talk shit about a girl in a bar next to her boyfriend. <laughs> Let's keep doing it. Yeah. Actually, a lot of people know that, though. Yeah, it's surprising. True. It's true. It, like when I first heard it, a lot of people were talking it with that language around me yeah. no it's it was it was a bit it, it was a big yeah. thing yeah yeah it was a big thing for our particular group of friends for a while there it was okay That's so horrible. uh <sighs> tim says i can speak english spanish french russian and arabic <laughs> oh awesome da privet tim so that no fala portuguesa yo hablo espanol i speak english i remember i told no no stop it stop it okay so we go to maggie and enid maggie asks where she's been and uh enid's like no enid's like i go nowhere so uh you helped glenn you helped me let's get get to better places and maggie says listen enid i'm around to talk and enid looks sad yep that's it Okay, so then we cliche, go- very cliche TV moment. Yeah, like Joe was coming out with the lines before either of them were saying them. <laughs> it's very cliche. I like Sweet. Rick and uh, Worldwide Horror says I like Rick and Daryl, but you would think by this point they would be a, they would be a little safer. Uh, and uh, let- yeah. they're feeling cocky. They just killed twenty thousand or five thousand zombies in like 12 hours they're like yeah we're pimps nothing to worry about out here finally we're no longer scared of these goddamn freaking zombies all we gotta worry about is jesus and crew let's jump into a quick voicemail here thank you sm hey i was wondering if any of you guys were uh happy with uh michonne and rick uh getting together i didn't really ship them but I'm not totally against it or whatever. I kind of yeah. To to answer your question, yeah. uh, as long as I, I had no I had no fucks to give for Jesse and her whole family, so yep. so uh, yeah, so I'm gross. I'm very happy to see them together. Just simply because if it, I agree with Bill's whole thing, he was saying in the chat, no more babies though. We can't have any oh. more babies. Please, 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 no more babies. No more babies. No more babies. No here. more snack sized no. people. No, 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 no. I hope I hope. Yeah, we don't need we no. don't need those little zombie alarms Who going can't off. Can't defend themselves. Yes. They're going to announce it next week that Michonne is pregnant. Fuck no, fuck you, dude. Oh, dude, go oh. fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself, dude. At the end of the season. Rick's just going to repopulate <laughs> the whole world after this year. Corey Nobody says, else is having kids, just Rick. Corey says Enid. Uh, uh, no, uh, what do you call it? Glenn's having a kid too. Enid always looks constipated. <laughs> it's method okay. acting. Is, not Lori. Um. Holy yeah, shit! Isn't Glenn's wife pregnant? Yeah, that's why I said Glenn's gonna be a dad too. Super. Uh, oh yeah, she's not showing it all. Wow. Uh, Anna Banana says she speaks five languages. Holy shit! Jesus Christ! It, nice. We have if languages the aren't Europeans, gonna <clears throat> languages aren't gonna yeah, be a problem. Yeah. Languages are not gonna be a problem for our zombie team. That's for damn sure. We got we've got a uh, we've got a great team. Have a good night. Have a good night, DJ. Thank you for joining us. I'm glad we didn't get any Pokemon humor tonight. <laughs> there's no there's no Pokemon around this evening. So uh, so we go back to Daryl and Rick listening to rockabilly music. They turn off and they head to a big truck that they see that says sorghum on it, grain, that Eugene was talking about. And Rick is like, hey. And Daryl says, uh, this is where they get into something that the caller was saying or one of the chat people were saying that wouldn't we think that they'd be a little safer they're definitely not yeah. safe in this moment or they are no. but they're going to not be and then they go should we uh should we cover this yeah you want to do it uh okay we can do it 
So they cover it and check it out, and they're good. And then it's a little Russian doll situation. Uh, it's a little Russian doll situation where inside the box there's another box. And they open the uh, the next box and they cover it again. In the inside truck, it is like a gold mine of food, like what Hurley found in uh, in Lost. If you're if you, too good to be true. Just, oh yeah, tons everything of- you need. You can't you can't have that. There's a reason why that truck is sitting there in the yes. middle of nowhere. That's like uh, that's like uh, oh, Roger's poo. Roger's golden encrusted diamond oh, yeah. gem encrusted yeah. poo. American Dad, Roger. <laughs> Sam Crow. Yeah, nobody gets to have it. Like people kill each other for that gold mine in the VA. <laughs> Sam Crow, I, I speak share this with my with my friend that I've been living in the zombie apocalypse with, but I could also kill him and have twice as much living for myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sam Crow says I speak one and a half languages. I speak like a half a language. I speak English almost almost good. Uh so okay, so uh, he goes into he opens up the truck and we see all the food and uh, Rick says again law of averages and then they get into the whole okay we're gonna we're gonna let we're gonna go and we're gonna leave our car here we're gonna take this truck that Rick knows magically that it's gonna start and we're gonna save this uh, save save our car here and come back for it later Rick is happy he knows that the truck will start Eugene was right or Eugene ha 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 thank God Eugene said this. It's just a lucky day. Today's a good day. So they, so they drive past a, ga- oh, such a good day. Such a good day. They drive past a gas station and they stop checking for gas or any other supplies. Daryl calls Rick over him to help move over a big vending machine. At first I didn't know what it was. It's a big vending machine that they yeah. can't flip over. I'm like, is it a gas tank or something? And I'm like, no, okay. It's a vending machine. They can't flip it over. So they get the truck and they kind of back it up and they're able to move it over with the truck. And, uh, and they go in and Daryl goes in there, pulls out the can, some candy and the soda. And Rick's like, that was a lot of work for candy and soda. What's going on here? And Daryl's like, it was no work, no trouble. And then he starts uh, shotgunning. Is this right where he starts just shotgunning one of the sodas? He's like, Whoosh. which someone put it out in the chat. With all the shit water that they've probably been drinking, soda probably tastes Whoa. like unicorn oh, gold to them they're like holy shit yeah. that's an interesting Orange vending machine too was, i think yeah what kind of vending machine soda dude good point what kind of vending machine that looks like that has soda cans in it right Maybe that was that a twirly vending cell. machine and he just grabbed them right out of the twirly part there wasn't a refrigerated part in the like someone opened up that machine and was like i'm gonna put soda in here <laughs> and closed it back machine. up they're, they're eugene honking it was crush what was he drinking? Fanta or, it was, it or like orange, orange crush or some shit like that? Yeah, I think it was crush. I think it was I think yeah. it I think it was orange crush. It was delicious. Shotgunning orange soda. Yeah, Timo. He's shotgunning orange soda. Dude, orange you, I don't soda. care how you feel. Like you're in the zombie apocalypse. That orange soda is gonna taste like fucking oh, beautiful. So yeah. beautiful. I'm gonna bathe in that. Half a minute until then I gotta go find a bottle of Tum somewhere. Yeah, pure sugar. It's essentially pure sugar. It's just reminding me of Joe versus the volcano when they go to the island and, <laughs> and all the people they've been addicted to orange soda. That they like that's how the guy you like manipulates the island people with orange soda soda it's like the greatest thing ever to them they pray to the orange soda gods now orange crushes the new bear orange crushes the new chocolate pudding what do you want fanta <laughs> shotgunning orange soda. magic apocalypse fool with infinite expiration dates <laughs> orange Twinkies. orange uh, 
Dude, you totally, you read my mind, Bill. Orange Crush probably tastes like unicorn sperm. I'm going to say sperm instead of cum because it's a better, a funnier uh, word. I, I don't know. But I now you've said them both, Phil. Yeah, that, I just wanted to make if it. both of those coming out of your mouth sound dirty. Yeah, yeah. But unicorn cum coming out of your mouth, Joe, sounds awful dirty too, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and Not so sweet anymore. Huh? Cor- Corey says it was a vending machine from, it was a vending machine from Ohio. That's why I had to pop it. Yeah, right. It's from one of those places like a drive-through liquor stores. Oh, those are awesome! Oh my goodness! So, <laughs> so I dream. We get another quick voicemail. Let's play it. How is a soda machine or any kind of vending machine bomb? Uh, still has stuff in it after years and years of a zombie apocalypse. Good question, dude. Yeah, that's all the first these... stuff I hey, go for. You nobody could flip it over. Forever. Joe, great minds think alike. That's what you were thinking too. Or it's. it's <laughs> No one's flipped it over, but but I think the fairer question is they don't fucking have soda in those kind of fucking things. It's funny. Yes, that. exactly. It was like, what? Why is there soda in that? Thing? It was like, oh, we didn't. Have, we can't write in Daryl finding the soda. Just put it in the vending machine. Bill says even if a bag of chips is expired by like a year, if the bag is still sealed, it's probably still edible. No, Maybe a bit stuff. Yeah. No, no, absolutely. That shit's that shit can stay in those machines forever. Hell yeah. Not yeah. like, have you seen Twinkies? Twinkies. Yes. Eternal. Yes. Well, that's in answered in Zombieland USA, right? See, yes. Welcome, see, welcome, see me in it. And uh, we've been we've been talking about it on and off. So feel free to share Eddie, Daryl, and uh, and Michonne uh, Michonne mm-hmm. thoughts at the moment. There, uh, we haven't got to the exact part yet, but we're referring to it all all night long. So all night long, all night, all night, all night. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so but no we haven't got there yet okay so um <clears throat> so here we go the candy machine flip over and then out of nowhere someone does the bump runs right into rick and bumps into him and as we find out later steals his keys yeah daryl knew immediately what, what after he, after they found out it was fireworks and it's like really rick the cop and daryl the the uh ex i guess scumbag like didn't Neither one of them immediately didn't check that. Like well, that's just kind of fucking weird to me. Too. Like, in, yeah. in fairness, Joe, in the zombie apocalypse situation, it's probably a to get bugged. Or yeah, it's, yeah. it's been a while. It's been a while since you faced a person like this. So like, like I'm. What was that? <laughs> what, Katie? Expe- Daryl just well, blew six of them up. Expecting to get mugged. Yeah. Right. Like what a coincidence! This guy just happened to run into the two only other people in this area. At like, yeah, oh, okay. Yeah, no, running from no, zombies no. that are seven minutes away. Nope. Nope. You better get out of and here. And not just like running by them, running around them, seeing them from afar. He actually just runs into one of them. Yep, like you wouldn't have seen them there. Nope. And they wouldn't have heard him running up. Like he wouldn't have said, yeah, help, like the zombies coming. Loud. He might as well. running is loud. He might as well have just said, have you met Barney here or something like that? It was just like a total con from the very start, right? When he bumps into them and he bumps into them. Pretty man with blue eyes. And uh, I think it was blue eyes. So Rick is. And he does the little Jesus pose. Arms out, legs almost crossed in the the curtsy-ish pose. He's not out of breath. He's not dirty or disheveled. Yep, not sweating. No. No. Hat on fully. Mask over his face, not breathing heavy. The guy has not been running from walkers. He's completely clean. He's been somewhere uh, nice and safe for a long time. And Rick the cop, which he has always retained those cop instincts of his, 
should be able to discern that immediately. And he, he picked up on some of grooming, it. But he didn't think about how that didn't fit with the story that he was being told. <laughs> Hello, Simon. Oh, slipping Jesus. He's like slipping Jimmy. Yeah, slipping Jesus in this moment. Nice. <laughs> he totally did a saw, a moment that Jimmy McGill would be proud of in that moment. Oh, right there. seriously. My friends, uh, my name's Saul Goodman. My friends call me slipping Jesus. <laughs> 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 yeah the tree yeah like the trimmed beard and everything yeah he was looking all all nice yeah, all, all, exactly. like, all quaffed and stuff sweaty. white handkerchief was oh, white seriously not sweaty not nope. being breathed on not not nothing, moist not yeah, moist it should be moist dry head perfect hair as soon as he said that, I was just running from from zombies, Richard shot him right in the fucking face. You lying son of a bitch! <laughs> you lying motherfucker! No, stop, stop! You lying motherfuckers, stop! Okay, so and then when they <laughs> caught, and then when they caught him, they should have shot him again. And then when he rolled off the roof and Daryl jumped out of the car, he should have put two in his fucking back. And then when he was knocked out, they should have hung him from a tree. Yep. Wow! But they need him, Joe. They fucking My need goodness. him. Go to your th so uh, Rick and Daryl pull their guns on this guy, and the uh, the guy says, "I'm just running from the dead. Sorry." Uh, mm -mm, mm -mm. And he's like, uh, "Yep, it's about 11 minutes until they get here." Yep, about lies, 11. Lies, lies, <laughs> Like he knows the exact time. Have a conversation with you guys yep. instead of like running scared because they're about to get here. <laughs> Jesus is a liar and he should be killed and, and he should have killed him and Timo says damn Joe he's wearing Abercrombie playing hacky sack and nothing's wrong with that says Corey he's just your average college kid Come he's on. playing hacky sack he, 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 he fast forwarded back to 1993 and he's, play, he's like a 1993 hippie he's and, his, and his first 10 minutes on screen he did so more to deserve to get himself killed than just about anybody else that we've seen, with the exception yep. of almost everybody else that we've seen. <laughs> <laughs> so I love like he's 11 minutes. Just kill them all. Kill them all. Come on. Knife to the back of Jesus' fucking head. <laughs> so Rick, up. Rick eventually puts the gun down. He's like, he's like, thank Rick. Rick's totally losing it here. He's just like, thanks for letting me know. <laughs> you know, shut the fuck. Thanks for letting me know that 11 minutes. You don't even think that this guy possibly could be caught. You're the guy that shot the dude in the liquor store, or whatever it was, for just like asking you for like a cup of coffee or something like that. Right, right, right. Be Exactly. No, in the bar with in the Herschel bar. Yeah, in the bar. And, uh, yeah. and Glenn. Absolutely. Yeah. He shot the he he had he had the feeling that they were about to get to get hoodwinked and he did it. He he killed him. He drew yep. first. And that's fine. He should like he got robbed by this guy. This uh he gets he gets pickpocketed and then robbed and then cars uh, excellent Rick, Jesus, come on, that deserves him to die. Excellent point by C Mina too. Why would Rick and Daryl keep going around the countryside with that pot of gold truck? You know, if you truly understand the you law of average. You go straight home. home. Seriously. Oh, that's ah. the score of a fucking lifetime. You get that shit to safety. Joe, uh, Joe, Bill has a good point. It's fine if you can't you can't kill Jesus. He'll just come back in a few days. <laughs> Uh, well, no, that oh. so so you're right. They should not hung him from the tree. They should have tacked him to the tree. Oh come on! So, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> Let's stop this right here now. Okay, so Rick puts down the gun. And Daryl says, these Jesus jokes, I'm never going to get tired, huh? And, <laughs> and Rick puts down the gun and says, thanks for letting me know. And Jesus is like, yeah, us people need to stick together. He says, right. And, he, and then we get the little bullshit, bullshit game. Uh, do you have a camp? No, I don't have a camp. Do you have a camp? No, do you have a camp? No, I don't have a camp. So Rick introduces himself. I got a tent and a propane 
if you want, if you want some help, if you want to come by roast some marshmallows, we got some of those in the back of the truck. Ooh. Rick says, "S'mores." Ooh, yummy. Rick introduces himself to Jesus. He's like, "I'm. This is Daryl. I'm Rick. What's your name?" And at that point, he finally takes the mask off and he says, "I'm Paul Rovia. Friends just call me Jesus. Your pick." And he poses, and he super he fucking did, poses, yeah. arms out, He's legs crossed. Yeah. Rick was thinking, Very people Very in the chat, joke. sorry, people in the chat, Rick was thinking with his dick tonight. I'm telling you. you <laughs> what, with Jesus? With Jesus, with Jesus too, yeah. Uh, so can we call happy Rick, Rick wow. Dick, and crazy, and Rick Crick, crazy dick? Any deaths in episode, <laughs> any deaths in episode 10? Wolfpack, do you not care about spoilers? If you don't, five, four, three, two, one, no big deaths tonight. We get to see mm -hmm. zombie Deanna, which is the big death of the night, so to speak. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, Rick's virginity was he, was killed tonight. Or Rick's zombie oh. virginity, or part two, electric boogaloo. His post-Lori virginity. Yeah, his post, yeah, which which really, like, this first time he's touched, like, a woman that actually cares about him for a second. Oh. I'm sorry, Lori can go fuck herself. Okay, Rick says, uh, says you said uh, you have no camp. This is when Rick finally starts to notice that this guy's looking kind of pretty. And Rick says, wait, you said you don't have a camp, so you're on your own? And Rick immediately goes into asking him the four questions. No, ask him the questions. And and <laughs> and Daryl's like, no, stop. What the fuck? Dude. Dude, shut up. Yeah. Not this fucker. No. no. And because Daryl doesn't trust this guy. What, what, he calls himself Jesus. Yeah, he calls himself Jesus. Did, you, <laughs> Did Rick, I sound like Daryl? Rick says he has a clean shaven beard. And Daryl says, no, don't bring this guy back. He calls himself Jesus. Rick says, yeah. but let's follow him anyways. Let's see where he goes. Flags are up, dude. And then we hear we hear bang, 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 which seems like some guns. They run in the back and it's a bunch of firecrackers being set off in a barrel. Jesus, and they're like, and immediately, as Joe mentioned earlier, Daryl's like, he stole your keys. Like, yep. then he thinks about it. You don't, I'm sorry to go in an extra rant of what Joe said. Okay, if you already was on the tip of your motherfucking tongue that he stole the keys and you thought he might have done that, isn't it behoove, behoove both of you and the camp at home with the food that you fucking got, which is like a pot of fucking gold, like Bill was saying, or like a couple other people in the chat, see me and it was saying too. Like, you got uh -huh. the fucking pot of gold in your fucking back. Don't you in that moment immediately go to rick you know i'm not sure but i think he may have stolen your keys check yep. don't you yep. say that because he didn't just deduce it when he saw the firecrackers like oh firecrackers mean keys no he must have already thought it from no, the yeah, very it already there. went through his yeah, head it was on the tip of his tongue already like what the fuck <laughs> oh welcome lola it's great to see you jesus lola. walks in the hotel. lola says jesus walks in the hotel throws three nails down on a re reception <laughs> desk and asks can you put me up for the night no! So. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, oh, I love it. Thank you. Nice. And, and Lola well, comes Lola. in with a bang. Yeah. With a great entrance. I know Lola. That's how you that's how you enter a room, Lola. I mean that that's fucking awesome. <laughs> Rick, uh Rick for the uh Phil, for the Rick sex scenes, you should listen to Lonely Island. I just had sex as soon as <laughs> you guys in the chat are killing me tonight. I love you guys. Uh let's take a quick call. Welcome to the show, caller. Uh, hello. Hey, uh, Phil, I was just wondering, uh, how do you um, write all these notes, like, like in such mm. detail about everything they said and what happens in all That's the tough. scenes, and still get to manage, still manage getting these shows up, like, 
right after they're done. That's a good question. I, I was I was curious about how you did that because I would need to like go back and literally rewatch like every scene. Or That's a good point. It probably would come out to like three or four hours after the episodes were done. Now, thank you. Great call. To answer that question, you know, most times, like most moments, when I seem like a dumbass and I like don't know anything that I'm talking about. That's because I'm half. No, to be honest with you, I'm just really annoying to watch the episode with. Because I'm constantly rewinding. I watch the subtitles on, so I'm kind of sort of writing down the subtitles. And then I sort of constantly also rewinding the episode and watching it like extra times, which really pisses off uh, Stephanie and some other people that I'm that will be over sometimes to watch the episodes. It's uh, it's a little bit more difficult with Game of Thrones because I'm watching it on HBO oh. Go and rewinding it like that, so I don't get the quick DVR thing. But... It's uh, that's probably to be completely honest with you. That's the that's the that's the not the toughest part, but it's the most uh, time-consuming part of the podcast in talking about that. If uh, if I if I'm constantly trying to get, I'm like Stephanie. Do you want to be my intern tonight and take the notes? I'll happily read your notes if you take them. That's when she walks into the other room and turns the TV on. Yeah. She's, no, she's like, I'm kind of tired, but no, th- I thank you. I appreciate that. It's uh, magic. It's, 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 it's no, it's I, I've always been like, I don't, I this show would not exist if it weren't for Phil for so many reasons. And oh, shut up. Okay, enough. There's no uh, way I could enough. take notes okay. during a show. There'll be plenty of time, for, there'll be plenty of time for kneecap sucking of me when my, when I die. So let's, so let's move on. Oh. I, I know it's morbid. I think, no, 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 I'm kidding. I, but no, I, pre- I appreciate it. I appreciate it. It's, it's, it's fun. So, uh, when you when you watch uh, TV with Phil, you have to you have a salmon. What's the difference between Jesus and a vagina? Vagina can handle a couple of nails. Not that. Oh shit. Oh. Vaginas are tough, dude. The hardest part, though, and to just go back on that one more time, the hardest part is is simultaneously doing that with hippie activities while I'm watching the episode. Mm. That becomes the most. That's like a juggling job, and I and to, not to mention I type with two fingers. Oh yeah, he's a hunt and pecker. Hunt and peck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me too. I'm, I'm, too, uh-huh. I'm, I'm a, I'm a pecker with that stuff. But, but thank, thank, thank you for noticing. No. <laughs> okay, so we move on. So they hear some gunfires. They realize that it's just uh, that Jesus stole the truck, and then we get another '80s buddy comedy movie moment where the two of them are sitting in the road when the truck rolls off, and the two of them are just sitting there like. Looking back at each other, like bump, bump, like Axel Foley stole the car again. Banana in the tailpipe moment, like yep. banana in the tailpipe. It's, just, it's kind of a, <laughs> a funny moment with them just watching and a, a real and a real pounding. Oh my goodness! Ooh, oh. And a spearing. Oh, oh Katie, Katie. Ooh. Oh gosh, this Jesus stuff is gonna be great. I can't wait. Okay, so. It was, it was kind of a funny moment, and I don't mean to say, like, 80s cheesy in a bad way. It was just that moment. It's very not, mm. a very iconic kind of shot where two guys are just sitting on the side of the road after someone sto- steals a car, and you yep. just they're just kind of watching the car roll off like, what now? Um, okay. Yeah, that happened. Yeah, that happened. <laughs> so uh, so then, then we cut to Spencer in the woods, and Michonne comes up to him, and uh, she kills a walker for him. She says, uh, he says, I could have done it. She says, I have a sword. And he, she said, I came to check on you, and... You're, and he goes, I've been going out here walking for weeks, and no one noticed. She asks, why you have a shovel? And Michonne goes, excuse me, I'm coming with you. And he, she says, your mom told me I need to figure out my life and what I want, and I'm working up to it. So... Yeah. 
I didn't know I'd find her son out in the woods and blah, 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 home, blah, blah, blah. So then we go over to some more blah, blah, blah in the woods with Carl and Enid walking in the woods as they find a kite with a note on it. But the ink is run dry so they can't understand uh, what is written on the note. But they make some references about about uh, debating on are we alone? Are we kids? Do we play outside? I don't want to do this anymore. Blah, blah, blah. As we uh, and then we cut back off to Rick and Daryl running after the truck. They're doing like the bionic man thing. Like, oh, they're really chugging. Mm. They were doing the Forrest Gump thing. Run, Daryl. Run. Run da- <laughs> C- and C mean it has an excellent fucking question. Great question, C mean it. Where they left it, it behind. Yeah, they because- left it behind because. Because plot. Because <laughs> story. Because we want to see Daryl run. <laughs> De- run, Daryl, run. And he looked like he was about to have a heart attack in, the, in those scenes. Yeah, Rick doesn't. Rick gets, the, Rick gets a good uh, face on. He has a good run face. Because so, <gasps> he was already in, the, was it last season? Or was it the first half of the season? Or last season when there's that like whole big section of uh, an episode where Rick's just running down the street again. Oh, yeah. We've seen Rick do this before, doing his uh, Steve Rogers thing, like rocking down the uh, was, is that the Million Dollar Man, Steve Rogers, or was that Captain America? I think that's mm. Captain. Whatever. I don't remember. <laughs> the, I think you're yeah, getting like Buck one, Rogers and someone that. else mixed. Yeah, just, no, I'm mixing a bunch world, of people. Just run everywhere because you never know when you might have to do something like this. It's true. It was the first half of the season. Thank you, Timo. Rick taking law of averages, averages probability, a clue that Daryl is going to be replaced by Jesus. Johnny Rico. Oh, like, no. Oh, my goodness. Max, Max. They left the car where they found the truck or near there. Maybe they need the gas for from the car for the truck. Good, good point, Amanda. Well, and welcome, yeah, Amanda. True. That's an, uh, your new name. And welcome to the chat, Amanda. Hope you're having good fun. Point. Hello, Mrs. Anderson. Mrs. Anderson. Uh, good point, Mrs. Anderson. <laughs> another good entrance. Coming in with the good point. I know. She might have said something well, earlier. In the, or that's just the first. Uh, oh, Steve Rogers was the bionic man. Thank you, Tim. Yes. Okay. I did it. I'm not a complete idiot. Holy shit. Okay, so we go off to R- R- Rick and Daryl running. <laughs> I was running after that. <laughs> <laughs> I was running. running. Uh, you got, I got to say it every time. I, but you don't have no legs, Lieutenant Tim. <laughs> 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 Sorry, it's what you were asking me about in the in the. It's, uh, Lute- it's Lieutenant Rick. In the post show, uh, we we don't often talk about this, but uh, but after our podcast, we probably could broadcast like we do like an almost an hour post show where we just talk. Yeah. Last week we were talking about movies. And we were talking about the best movies of a certain year. We were talking about. And Gump came no, up. it was yeah, it was Forrest Gump versus some other thing. You were asking me if I thought no, For- For- yeah. Forrest Gump or Shawshank were, was a better movie. It's just a, f- a funny funny situation that we were talking about Forrest last week. The six yeah, million. Oh, Steve Austin, not Steve Rogers. Thank you, Steve Rogers. Steve Rogers. Steve Rogers is Captain America. Steve Austin is the million dollar man. (laughs) man. Thank you. Oh, Corey says still 50 50 on Enid bedazzling Carl's eye bandage. Uh, oh my gosh. Can I sign it? <laughs> is they gonna have people sign it? That's oh, she need he needs a little flair on that. Is that what he needs? Come on, why hasn't he drawn an eye on it? Katie, yeah, he needs a little flair on that eye. A little flare over a nice war obviously crystal right there. Oh jeez. Oh my gosh. Offer a pre-show. About the best for my bitch Carl. Enjoy in- whoa. Claim. Uh, whoa, whoa. Claim. I know, Joe. Come on, he's already claimed. I was speaking for Enid. Jesus. Oh my my goodness. Oh, okay. <laughs> Holy shit. Um, t- uh, 
fucking cra crazy in the chat. Oh, have fun, my friend Grim. I'm uh, I'm starting to get a little technical difficulties for a moment here too, my friend. Oh shit, technical difficulties. Oh shit. No. Oh no, no, no. Joe, it the first time technical difficulties difficulties <laughs> happened in the evening. You wanted to tell me again too. You're like, wait a second, it's Phil's. Oh, okay, I get it. Okay, so Rick says, uh, then, we're, then we're in the car, and we're off to Rick and Daryl running. They stop for a break and smash open some of the vending machine stuff. Or the vending machine's there, and they go into the vending machine. Daryl takes some chips. Oh, yeah, he drags it behind the truck. Yeah, he drags behind the truck. I forgot that. I forgot, and yeah. uh, and uh, he, gets the, he also gets a soda out. Daryl drinks the soda. I think this is where he shotguns the soda. And Rick says... Uh, we, we didn't know, uh, or, or Daryl tells Rick that they're getting this stuff for Denise. And Rick's like, yeah, no problem. Denise saved Carl's life. We can, that doctor. Yeah, we can get her whatever yeah, she wants. Yeah, that doctor wants me to bring, wants me to bring home a fucking, uh, you know, a steak wrapped in bacon. I'll go find a steak wrapped in bacon for, I don't care. I'll oh, find fuck, it. Yeah. What the I'll fuck? bring her the whole cow. Yeah, I'll bring her the whole cow. Bacon. Yeah, fucking, she saved, she saved Carl, you know, like. Uh, you know, I want scallops wrapped in bacon right now. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have said. I shouldn't have said something like that. I said. I said bacon, and it 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 just makes you think about it. Okay, see, mean it says. Yeah, dude, do you guys know there's such a thing as bacon jam? There's bacon everything. Weird. I was it's crazy. There's like bacon. There. There's pretty much bacon everything. At, at at the casino I was at, local casino Foxwoods, they have like a gift shop now that has like bake like has just like all these like bacon treats. There's a whole bacon section, um, <laughs> like bacon toothpaste, bacon gum, oh. bacon uh, flavor, like everything bacon flavored. Oh, let's ju oh. let's jump bacon in the dishes. Ba no. bacon oh. bacon underwear. See, mean it says it seems as though the uh, zombie uh, Joe. I, 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 I missed what you said, and then I came back to it. Holy shit. It, take, it took me a second. It seems as though in the zombie... Uh, let me jump in the chat. Excuse me. It seems as though in the zombie apocalypse, people recover from near-death experiences quickly. I mean, Rick was almost dead like three weeks earlier, and now he's sprinting for miles. Bitch, please. Right? <laughs> See, mean it. You're fucking awesome. Bacon ice cream. Holy yummy. Bacon-flavored... They have bacon-flavored condoms for Christ, for shit's oh, sake. Well, that was, it's been at least now. two months since the since the onslaught, we said. So it's been a it's been a you know two and a half months later. Well, no, you're you're, you're, you're ignoring Even the still. you're ignoring the major point here, Joe. Bacon flavored condoms. <laughs> Holy shit, gross. Oh, uh, Al Red Sox fan said that she, at first he thought that uh, that Denise was talking to Daryl about needing a vibrator. That that's what she's talking about. Soda. I th at first oh I my. thought at first I did think it was something more personal, not necessarily something sweet. And I don't mean it's that not because for me. It's for a friend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly the way she was saying it. Like I thought it was like like my first thought before I like came to like this was my mind pattern. She's asking for a pregnancy test. Oh no, she's dating Tara, so she's probably not pregnant. Um what the fuck is she asking for? Does she does she mm. want does she want like Ubers? Uh, like I don't know. Like my mind yeah, went once, once, like once she said pop. My mind immediately went to, oh, she has coke written down there. Right. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. It was but, a it was a joke. Is this medicine or the drink? It my, was just very odd, oddly awkward. My for, mind went like, dirty for soda. Exactly, kid. And my mind just went dirty in that moment for whatever yeah. worth. See, was, that's where I. It was that moment right there, and then that was immediately followed up kind of by the Eugene moment. <laughs> 
and that's where I was like, okay, this is going to be a, a fun, uh, lighthearted kind of yeah. episode. Before yeah. we move on too quick, I got to jump. I got to jump quickly into the chat here because some funny shit's going on in there. Uh, oh god, I got to scroll up, scroll up, motherfucker. It's C. Uh, go down, go down. Oh gosh. Uh, Tim. Tim says if they have bacon flavored condoms, I might suck a dick. <laughs> and C. Minus. C. Minus says. <laughs> It counts as eating bacon. Yes, it's not just, fucking it's a dick. just bacon. I'll go pick some up. Uh, C. says, I can... <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Well, yeah. C. says, I can't believe these fools just stood out in the opening That's messing the with that vending machine. Rick is more stupid and stupid lately. Denise said, if it was pop, was easily accessible by Mr. Hero Guy. All of that dragging machine shit you did. <laughs> Carl, <laughs> Carl put his life at risk for reading a como- comic. It was a porno magazine. I did understandable, but a regular comic? Come on. Right, or if he was trying to get some from Enid or something, but no. He's that- just like, he's like, let's go out and endanger our lives so I can ignore you. Ha ha ha. She's like, are we going to have sex or what? <laughs> that's what Enid, that's kind of how Enid felt like. It felt like to me. Like Enid was like, you know, yeah, okay, fine. Kids come out here. We're not kids. Let's fuck or go home. Yeah, kind of. So, so Rick says, uh, they get into a whole big discussion where Rick says they're still good folks. And Daryl goes like this guy. And Rick's like, no, not this guy. He's a fucking idiot. We're going to fucking kick his ass. So they end up shotgunning crushed soda. It must taste so good. Like fucking liquid gold. Okay. So then we get in our commercial break, fear the walking dead, uh, our little commercial break. And I have to say again, I've said this a lot of times, and I know we had someone in the chat room earlier that was seriously saying that they like fear the walking dead better than the walking dead. I'm not going to address that. But what I will say is I like these fear the walking dead webisodes better than the whole entire series of fear the walking dead. I was, I'm more captivated by the shit that's going on on that plane than I was the entire fucking series of fear the walking dead. That's because what we have on that plane is exactly what they told us we were going to have the start of the outbreak. Nobody knows what's going on. Yeah. Two people, on the plane kind of do but that's what the plane actually is where the series didn't really deliver that it went so fucking quick and yeah they kept the tagline when it happens it happens quickly but they also kept saying we're going to get to see the start of it and people aren't going to know all this other stuff we've already we're gonna. Oh, you're right. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, you're sorry. Wa- you're wasting too much energy Wait. on it. We're gonna give Lola flashbacks Wait. and stuff too. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, but but sorry, I do Lola. like the I do sorry. like the webisodes a lot. I yeah. do, and they, I like yeah, the webisodes for this show. If you go to WalkingDead.com, there's a bunch of webisodes that you may or may or may not have seen that are really good. Yeah. yeah Small little, little side inside. vignettes, but that are really cool. But my point, my quick point, is that these webisodes are better than the entire fucking series. So cut. Oh so then we go to something that's not better than anything. Carl and Enid in the woods reading comic like an old married couple which is what i wrote they're sitting there like honey could you pass the pass the jam could you pass the bacon flavored jam please and the bacon flavored condoms <laughs> we're having some fun tonight and they're eating snacks and whatever she's like f- feeding them a snack or like the pass they got like a little locker there it's their yeah. fort tree that they hid in yeah, that yeah. time that uh, that other time which earlier in the season you should have stashes all around there and there should be there should be little buried caches <laughs> out by out close to little hunter blinds and mm-hmm, just all these mm-hmm. little safety things that nobody gives a shit about that is really hurting me. <laughs> I, can, no, I can't seem to find that middle ground between security and complacency. Great uh, great point, Bill. Uh, Carl says he thinks he okay. hears, hears something yeah. and they mobilize a bit. He pulls out his gun. They see Michonne and Spencer crossover. And I, I wanted to say that, excuse me, even though I really like when episodes do this, when they have... 
<laughs> excuse me, when any show does this, when they have multiple storylines going on at the same time and they find ways to even for a second intersect them, mm. the fact that yes. Carl and Enid see Michonne and Spencer walk by them, it just means a lot of making the world feel real, that they're in the yeah. same area that we actually get to see them walk by. <clears throat> it, I don't know. It, it's it's a small thing, but it's an important thing that I felt like, I, I don't know, I, I, I made note of it. So Enid no, wants. I agree absolutely. And it scares the shit out of Enid. Enid hides in the tree. Carl gets ready to to start shooting and making noise and drawing everything in a mile radius towards him. Mm. But Enid like hides in the tree and then she comes out. She's like, "Dude, this is stupid. Why the fuck are we out here? Yeah. I don't yeah. want to die anymore. Yeah. I don't want to do this anymore." And Carl's yeah. like, "Okay, whatever." And and Carl's just like totally, yeah, whatever. We don't have to do this anymore. And yeah. then, and then uh, they're walking back, and he's like, "Listen, no, 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 just go." He's so passive aggressive in this moment. He's just like, "No, I'm coming out here and reading comics. If you don't want to come read comics with me, go to f- get the fuck. You get the fuck out." That's no, he's like, well, he packs it up. He's gonna go back he with her. He does, until... but 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 he's still gonna go out without her at this point. Yeah, he's, yeah. yeah, he's going out no matter what. He yeah. might not find so many reasons to after a little while, but yeah, he's still gonna be going out there. Well, it almost seems like he was looking for the Deanna Walker also. Maybe. I think he was legitimately shocked, not shocked in that moment, but I, I, I think maybe that was the first time he at least saw her. I don't know if he was mm. look, looking for her, but he did. I thought that was a good part of the episode in the sense of having Carl have that connection back to like, I know Spencer is going to want to kill his own mother, yeah. which was really good. And it brings up, And it brings up the, so Enid's sitting there thinking... You sick bastard! He tried to kill you, so now you're uh, you're letting his mom walk around like that. <laughs> yeah, but that's that wasn't his mom, so no, 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 no. So let's get back into this. They're they're walking back. Like they see a walker, and Carl heads over, and he whistles for it to go closer, but we don't see who it is, and they say uh, no, and he tells Enid to go. Enid says we should kill this, and it's bullshit, blah blah blah, and Deanna. And uh, Enid says we should kill it, and it attacks her. Deanna gets pushed to the ground. Carl says, you won't understand. Wait, you don't. Uh, he basically tells Enid, we can't kill this zombie. You don't understand. Someone else needs to do it. I, I just wrote in my notes straight out. He's telling her Spencer needs to kill the zombie. So let's, oh. get, let's get back to Rick and Daryl. So you knew, that, you knew that at that scene? Not, I knew uh, that. I wrote it right at that scene. I go, he's saying that. I, to me. I had no idea it was even Deanna that they saw. I didn't. I, I kind of thought it might be. I had, I, was, a, I had a feeling it was Deanna that they saw. And in that. See, I thought well, it was the kid that tried to shoot him in the face. Yeah. Mm. Well, I couldn't figure out how Deanna would have gotten out of the town either. And that's so why I thought it was I was the kind kid. of thinking it wasn't, but I wasn't. I can I, can I not, can I not lie? Be. Can I not lie? Like I, I was thinking about bullshitting for a minute. That was the mindset of, uh, if, if you want to rewind and beat me in poker, you can rewind right there. I read a spoiler. I knew she was in the episode. So I, so I, so in you that moment, bastard. in that moment, I knew that Deanna was going to show up eventually. I didn't know when. I knew that the actress would be appear on the episode at some point in that episode, as, as the crow is giving me the bird right now. Yeah, <laughs> got me with a wing there. I think, you bastard. Now. So in that moment, I kind of, I already suppositioned it in that moment and knew that blah blah blah. See, I, know. I thought it was, I thought it was uh, Dick Porch. Porch Dick, Porch Dick Jr. Porch Dick mm. Jr. There. And oh. he was going to let the kid walk around for eternity because he took his eye. Yeah, Ellie Giggle says, duh, guys, she climbed the walls. That's how she got there, dude. Come on, guys. I know, right? So, like everybody else does. So let's get back to Rick and Carl. I mean, Rick and Daryl. 
uh, Rick and Daryl more running as they see that Jesus's car broke down with a flat. I mean, with the truck uh-huh. broke down with a flat tire. More of another reason why you would have been good to keep your car. So if he got a flat tire, most likely you would have gotten a flat tire too. You dumb motherfuckers. So good thing there was a spare in that old truck yeah. too. Yeah, good thing. So he told he uh, he stole and he's heading into the woods and they kind of sneak up on him. They go through the woods and they go and they Rick Rick grabs him and he says, "Listen." Just give up and I won't hurt you. And Jesus is like, oh, right, sure. And then he does like a, a, like a judo ninja breakout move mm-hmm. and kicks Rick and then da- throws Daryl, uses Daryl's momentum and just olays Daryl. Wax on, wax off as him. He's like, got that Jesus strength. He's got that Jesus strength going on. Yeah, the, the, the sex nuts and Jesus strength going on. He's just throwing <laughs> everyone around. And, and, and then Rick eventually gets kind of like charges up and draws on him and says and says don't fucking move as we can see some walkers come in the background and Jesus is like you guys don't even have any ammo do you and and they, they yeah. both went, got him no yeah. I got him no, no I got him no, I got him I got him no, but it no, was a, dude, it, you were supposed to keep your gun on the guy while I <laughs> shot the walker no you were what no oh no. gosh I'm the one that shot the walker in the first place no I shot him first uh, but you should have had the gun on the wa- on no, the guy you were supposed to because I was quicker guys uh, who's on first what's on second I don't know third base see me see me it says so Deanna sucked for me uh, as a walker you guys I could have done with it. I didn't I didn't need that to happen. Did yeah. you? Did you? Why didn't she bite his arm? Like she was like, arr, arr, arr. yeah. He's all like, she had to do was turn her head. <laughs> Corey says Deanna was out looking for white castle. I guess. Right. <laughs> she, <laughs> she, she was. She was looking for Neil Patrick Harris and wanted to get in that car to the White Castle. So. <laughs> okay, so they. Uh, I they go look into the brothel instead. <laughs> they sneak that up. <laughs> they sneak up on Jesus. They get the drop on Jesus, and they hold the gun. And he's like, "You're not gonna shoot." <laughs> the drop on Jesus. You're, you're not gonna. You're not gonna shoot. Je- you're not gonna shoot Jesus, man. I, we haven't even done a Lebowski one yet. I don't <laughs> understand why they didn't. You don't have bullets in that. Bam. <laughs> Uh, like, at least in the knee or something. I Jesus is like, I am going to fuck you guys. And I took, like, to like the here's the thing. Click. Seven guys tried to take your truck, and up until the moment before you shot them with a gun, they weren't going to kill you. They were just going to take your shit, and you killed seven people. But you're not killing Jesus He's in this charming. moment for doing the same He's, thing? It's it's the charm, it's Joe. He's got the charm. Yeah. <laughs> at de- least shoot a kneecap out. Yeah. Daryl killed seven people for the same thing yet last week. <laughs> See but me- not now they drew weapons on him see me says deanna was walking all stupidly like she had to rehearse all the time <laughs> like i could tell yeah she's just like oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. but I, i'm she with you should have been joe, more torn apart too but joe i'm on your side if this guy wasn't you know gonna be a ca- big character uh, he would <clears> he'd, be, he'd be dead meat he'd be blown up like the rest so uh so i'm not a bad guy he basically he says rick you're not gonna shoot me over a truck I'm not a bad guy, and you guys know it. Rick says, you don't know what kind of guys we are, and there's, like, a lot of food in the back of that motherfucking truck, so you better fucking give us the keys or test us. And ultimately, I think really, as we're going to get to eventually, this is all part of Jesus' plan. 
He didn't get yep. a flat tire. He fucking popped his tire or faking that bullshit. He wanted them to catch up. This is all about him getting to their fucking home yep. is how I feel about Absolutely. it. This is That's all a plan from beginning to end. He's he's faking being passed out. You don't kick yep. their asses that easily and get subdued that easy. He's he's faking it. He's gold bricking uh, this yes. shit. He's totally gold bricking this shit in my mind. I could be wrong, but I think he is. He's he's, like he's a con. He's exactly where he con. wants to be. Yeah, Kate, exactly, yeah. Katie. He's a complete con man. And he's exactly where he wants to be. So they never learn a single lesson from any of the previous episodes, no. apparently, because all the lessons we should have learned from the prison about fortification and all this shit, they're not doing anything. And fire escapes and all that shit, not doing anything. Um, and then they bring a guy back, just like they did at Herschel's farm. Yeah, so I got an idea. Let's argue and yell about torturing him and then letting him go first. You can't fake it. Let's drive him 20 miles out and bring him home. Good point. Good point, Ellie Giggle. You can't fake a truck door hit. That shit really hurts. I guess initially he's no, probably... he was just faking being unconscious. Being, for that long, time. yeah. Unconscious being the whole time. Like, he did get subdued for a second there. I guess that... You're, yeah. Good point. Yeah. Uh, can, 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 can confirm nobody likes Jesus. You can, uh, Corey says, the Deanna thing seemed like a last-second decision and well filler, to be honest. Uh, Rick is always alpha. It was interesting Rick was alpha and Daryl was beta in that situation. Johnny Rico says, Rick has the light on his side. No one can fuck with him. Ropes can't hold themselves. The can't find him. <laughs> Having sex in your home won't wait. I gotta finish this. Having sex in your home won't stop him from watching. It's motherfucking Jesus. He slipped on Daryl's hair. Concussion City. Oh god, he slipped on the grease. You guys, you guys are in the zone tonight in the chat tonight. You guys are so awesome. So huge thanks to all you guys. So nobody else thought thought. Oh, so this guy got from from the prison room. That I guess nobody or somebody will get there. We'll, we'll get there, Joe. We'll, we'll get there. So, the so yeah. they they tie him yeah. up and they don't tie him up that tight. He looks like he's they're just going to like leave him there. Rick is like, yeah, I'm leaving you so you can kind of get free eventually. And we're just going to leave you here. You seem to be taking care of yourself. Daryl's pissed that the soda has gone and he kicks an empty yep. can. He's like, fuck you, bitch, for stealing my soda. Rick spins the keys and Daryl and him are happy that they got rid of their Jesus situation. And they uh, they cr- they're like have one last soda and they're like, fuck, D- fuck. Denise, we're drinking this soda. They drink the they drink the soda. Daryl starts laughing and telling him to go fuck himself out the window. Eventually, in this scene, well, he tosses him like the backwash of a of like an empty empty can. Yeah, and if and you're like, thirsty and stuff, and, and then ultimately, uh, this is in the scene where uh, where they start sharing a Kit Kat. Daryl and uh, Daryl and Rick share Kit Kat, and Daryl's like feeding Rick a Kit Kat. It's it's so yeah. fucking <laughs> romance <laughs> city. Here. Yeah, it's so fucking cute. It's so fucking cute. <laughs> And Jesus was coming for a second time, but then he pulled out and says, Loa's in the zone tonight. <laughs> Holy shit. They uh, they didn't watch out for hop-ons. You're going to get some hop-ons in the zombie oh, apocalypse, yeah. says Lily. Lily right? of the Fox like, Valley. You're not looking in the rearview mirror Jesus. as you drive away. You're not watching to see if he's, as he struck, like, you just Joe. tied someone up and left him. Of course you're watching, watching Joe. them struck. I, I just have a, for instance, Joe, for instance, in the history of everything in the universe has there really been a person that when you drop somebody off at their house you don't sit there and wait for them to get in the house that's like mainstay most 95 percent of people do that mm-hmm. you don't think i'm gonna look to make sure he stays tied up until i drive off oh yeah i'm gonna yep. do i'm gonna I, make sure on that rear view mirror is on that i make sure you get in your house when i drop you off joe i'm gonna make sure like that fucking jesus Aww. stays tied up while i drive off yeah 
I'm not it's just pulling out. It's a responsible thing to do. Yep. Oh, we're getting there, C-Man, and I can't wait to see you explode about the Mich- Michonne motherfucking bullshit. Just bullshit. for C- Woo, woo, I'm so excited. I'm so, I'm so, I'm like Jesse Spano in a Saved by the Bell episode. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Oh, God. I'm so excited. We both sound exactly like her. (laughs) Oh, of course we do. Of course, of course we do. Yeah, Nodos. (laughs) She was addicted to Nodos. We had a friend named Nick that was addicted to Nodos, too. Whatever. Okay. Yeah, it was Nodos. Yeah, it was Nodos. Yeah, it was no dose. Of course it was. What makes me mad? Timo says, what makes me mad about all this is after all the situation that they've been through, how can they trust anybody? They should be killing whoever they see. Well, not everybody they see. I I don't believe that. But still, Uh, like you don't get any, like there's no chances in like. No, once they fuck you, that's (laughs) it. I I love hearing a girl say fuck you. Sorry. Sorry, Katie. It's okay. It's it's nice. Okay, so they see a barn and they hear a banging, and Daryl's like, "You son of a bitch!" He's on top of the roof, and again, Daryl like acts like he knew this the whole time, because because immediately he's like, "That motherfucker's on, on the, the roof!" roof. Like, well, of course, like well, nothing's course. banging around back there in the in but the Jesus, truck. it's it's yeah, it's it's nothing. Yeah, exactly. It's none of the the hundreds of piles of fucking food couldn't have knocked over or something. It's definitely yeah. Jesus on the roof. So they go outside, and then here's where we get into our Benny Hill situation with the rockabilly. Music. <laughs> 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 the truck. I'm gonna turn. And then he starts running around like the dead trucks in the middle of the field that got zombie spiked on it. And I'm thinking, how did he lead them to this trap? That's amazing. I could, yeah, I was so thinking this is a trap. I would. And I wrote my notes, Daryl and Jesus are playing grab ass here. They're just like, oh, come on, come here. Come here, <laughs> asshole. Come here, asshole. Gotcha. Come on. Tag, you're it. You're it. Oh, no, you're it. Oh, gotcha. Gotcha. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. They're having like the best game of grab ass ever. It's like a huge fucking party. It's fucking amazing. Because Jesus was never, just like James says, Jesus wasn't a physical threat to them. Jesus yeah. never really, I think, went full Jesus on them. Like you, you get a feeling it's like when you see a drummer doing a drum solo and they're, they're not fully making their hands go crazy, like the beginning of a Bonham drum solo. Like you can tell he can do more, but he's just going bump a bump, bath, bump a bump, and then eventually, like Jesus to me looks like he was going easy on Rick and Daryl, and I think Rick realizes that quicker than Daryl does. He realizes that this guy probably could have killed us at any time he wanted to. He didn't draw a weapon on us. He can obviously outfight both of us when it comes down to it. And I don't think he was ever a real threat to them. At least that's my opinion. He stole the truck. He 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 I think it was pocketed Rick and stole I the truck. I just think he's a con he's like it's a, a plan. Eugene, only slick and charming. He's a con artist. He's... That's his that's his strength and that's his survival tactic. He can fight. He's but... a dead man to me. Dead, you, you are. I, what are you looking at? I'm looking at the dead man. So Rick goes and kills some walkers, and Jesus gets back uh, in the truck and starts to run away. And walkers are coming up behind Daryl as Daryl's reaching and trying to grab him out of the truck. And Jesus pulls his gun and says, "Daryl, duck." And Daryl goes, "Ducks." He shoots the walker, and Daryl goes, "Thanks," and then punches him and knocks him out. That's my gun. That's my gun. That's my I love gun. It. And uh, then the car, some the truck somehow gets put in neutral and starts rolling backwards into a lake and or pond. And Daryl kicks Ugh. kicks Jesus's no, I, ass. I want to say, I wanna say this. Break. I want to say this. 
Jesus climbs in the truck, and we get to see that the steering column has no keys in it. Mm. And then <clears throat> they start that scuffle, and the car gets kicked into neutral from park. And uh, okay, okay, Joe, good question. Which is through what? Reverse? And then into neutral? I don't know what the fuck. I was asking that same question, Joe. And I just, and that shit doesn't shift when the keys aren't in it. No. And I also want to put, like, what see, I want to say, make sure I highlight what C mean it said here. Why did they veer off the road anyways? He goes, it's a barn. Why are you stopping at a barn anyway when you have a fucking yeah. truck full of supplies? You have everything you fucking need. You don't need to stop at a yeah. barn, too. What the fuck Get are you the doing? Get back to the fucking Base. And go out again tomorrow. Like you said yeah. you were gonna go out tomorrow. You're going out every fucking day. Bring the you you did it for the day. Your success yep. story. Yep. You don't need yep. to make any more stops. Did they just stop because they knew Jesus was they didn't they didn't stop just because Jesus was on I forgot to mention mm -mm. Rick stops short in the car and Jesus just flies from the roof of the car into the grass, which is kind yeah, of funny. Yeah, that was great. That was fucking hilarious. Daryl's like Rambo. See fucking Jesus when somebody uh, you don't know bumps you in the zombie apocalypse. You stop him right away. Santavia says Jesus has to had more experience outside than they ever did. See me and says I think Rick and Daryl are too cocky. They left the roads like yep. idiots. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. 100%. They did. They did. <laughs> they did something wrong in my mind in Every scene they were in today. Yes. As, as entertaining as it was. But I guess it's believable in the sense of what they just fought off. That they could be a little cocky. You can almost understand why they might be a little cocky in this situation. After yeah, after the but, prison, after Terminus, yeah. after the cannibals, after the wolves, after the 25,000 horde. Exactly. When it depends on your life. Shit should be old life hat. depends on Mm-hmm. No, I'm with you. I'm with you guys, really. There's no no disagreement out of me. I'm just devil's advocating in a bit of a second. So he says duck, and he kicks Jesus's ass, or apparently kicks Jesus's ass. He knocks Jesus out with the door, and he says, okay, the law averages is bullshit. And he says, let's get in the car. Let's find a car. Get the fuck out of here. Rick says, what about this guy? He helped you. He saved your life. Daryl says, um, maybe. And Rick says, listen, did he ever pull a weapon on you? And Daryl says, "All right, put him in a tree." Yeah, fine, fine. We'll take him back. Yeah. And no, well, no. Daryl's like, "We'll put him in up. We'll put him up in a Sit tree. The walkers won't get him. Oh yeah, yeah. And he'll be out of our oh, hair." Oh, thank you, Joe. And that's what they should have done. I miss. I yeah. missed that line. I thought Daryl kind of relented in that moment. Okay, you're absolutely right. Uh, Daryl did say he he'll put him in a tree. Okay, because I, I didn't know what Daryl meant by that, meant by that. I was like, but they're bringing mm -hmm. him with. No, him. he wasn't saying hang him. He was like, "We'll we'll throw him a few, like ten feet up in a tree. Yeah, we'll, perch him. And so he can't fall out." Then we'll take off. Timo says, uh, Rick, really? Let's still help this guy? What the yeah, fuck? And no. uh, Gene yeah, P. At this point, yeah. no way. And Gene P. wants to point out that maybe there was no parking brake and it just kind of rolled backwards and momentum. But it still shouldn't shift through reverse and into neutral or shift at all, really, without that key in the ignition. Good point. Good point, Joe. Good point, Joe. And good point. Good point, listener. And we have an incoming call. And the brake pushed. And and the regular brake pushed. A lot of any modern kind of truck or yeah. car. You have to push the brake. Key's got to be in a turn. You got to push the brake before you can pull that <laughs> fucking thing down. Rick, really? Let's help this guy. And no, Joe. They should have known better, says he made it. <laughs> and Sidobi says, I think uh, he has seen him a while. They've been out on the road these past few weeks and they met him on purpose. He was looking for them. And mm -hmm. then he had to tell them i'm i'm almost with you uh Centovia. i'm kind yeah. of in that avenue that yeah, he was waiting for him he was or, or for he was just at that gas station waiting for anybody to rob 
with the with the barrel in the back and the firecrackers well, just waiting. Yeah, like and how long would it take to set up that firecracker barrel? See me in it. There was quite a delay on that too. See me in it. You were fucking awesome. I can't wait to hear your review of the week too. It's it's uh fat fucking and the hero worship this fool hashtag Rick. You fucking fool. You just go to extreme to extreme. And Rick's one of those people that like when Rick's in like fuck people mode, if anyone did, if anyone did what Rick does in this episode and Rick was in like prime Rick mode, Rick would be like, he would, he would leave them dead too. Yeah, he, yeah. Would, he would be like, what the fuck? He'd be like, Car- he, he's the same guy that left Carol behind and let Carol go on her own because she taught kids how to shoot. You know, like Rick's like, Rick's an asshole sometimes. And, Oh, gosh. Okay. So uh, Jesus probably set the truck up, too. The whole thing was just a plan. I agree, Timo. I think it was all just a plan. Well, I don't. I mean, I'm not sure if he set the truck up. I definitely think he faked the flat tires is what I was saying. No, because they drove away from the area that they found the truck in yeah. and then went to this other place. Yeah, and that was – to know that they were going to stop at that next Right, place. because anybody with a rational brain in their fucking head would have taken the truck straight back to where they came from. Fucking idiots. Okay, so back to Michonne and Spencer. And uh, this is home. This is not home. This is where I live. This is where you live. This is home. This is home. I know home. This is my home. Oh, my, blah, blah, blah. Oh my God, I see Carl. What are you doing, Carl? Oh, my God, it's Zombie Deanna. Oh, my God, Zombie Deanna. Why doesn't Spencer kill Zombie Deanna? I'm going to hold your mama so you can stab her in the butt. Oh, my God. And she's not going to try to bite your arm. Just keep snapping her teeth at your nose. Uh, she's dead. Dead mom. Oh, sad news. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. Okay. And, and again, one last fucking time. How the fuck did Deanna get out there? Magic. A wizard did it. Fucking, the laser ray. The laser the teleporting. ray. Yeah. The the uh that that thing from Howard the Duck that brought down Howard and the uh Dark Overlords of the Universe. Some fucking shit. Whatever. It's bullshit. It shouldn't have it's uh it was just obvious in an obvious moment that maybe the actress was down near filming in the moment. They're like, oh, you know what? Why don't we do a zombie Deanna scene? Well, that how's it make sense? It doesn't make any shit sense. She was in the house upstairs. You know, she got out of a house. She opened doors. Was, that hallway was super fucking crowded, too. Was, yeah. They no. didn't completely fucking eat her. They just bit her and then left. Yeah, she should have been torn up. I just, it really felt to me like they were trying to give the audience some redemption for Spencer because he's still around. Yeah. Oh, do you know and the only good thing about that? Kinda, he's an asshole. The only good thing about that, Katie, is that hopefully that means he's dead soon. Yeah. I thought I thought it was absolutely that is the worst part of this episode and ultimately maybe even one of the worst <laughs> parts in my mind of the show. Okay, so I I'm I'm not far I'm not far from you, Joe. I was just I just really didn't I was just like okay, whatever, Spencer. It's worse than the Glenn shit as far as I'm concerned. I like but there's a half of a problem here. There. I like that they gave Michonne stuff to do cuz I like the character of Michonne and I think she's criminally underused on the show. So I like that they gave her stuff to do. I don't mind the things she said. I just could care shit house less about anything to do with Spencer. And that's just how I feel. Like I think he's a fucking shit shit whistle and there's nothing he can like like I just see him eating those fucking He hydro- stole the fucking crackers. crackers. That's what I was saying. I was just about to say that, Joe. I just can't get past him stealing the motherfucking crackers. What a dick. After he's like, nobody better loot this place. And he chases everybody away and then he fucking loots the place. Fuck that guy. Fuck him in his air. In his ear. And and like when shit starts to go down, he panics and like hides out, hides out. Like doesn't yeah. help with the wolves and the original, like uh Yeah, it's a bunch but of in the last montage he's there. 
It's yeah. a bunch of ass assaholic bullshit. So let's so let's let's get into the home stretch here. Back to Rick and Daryl in the car, and Rick and Daryl are talking about how Daryl wouldn't of wouldn't have left him either if he was alone. And Rick says, "You and Michonne." Rick's and fucking with Daryl. First off, Rick's fucking with Daryl. He's like wagging the car so the passed out guy falls on Daryl's yeah, shoulder. Yeah, yeah, I forgot that. Daryl's like, "Get the fuck out! Uh, get the fuck away from me!" And ultimately, and this is the point where I think Jesus is is awake. Yep. I think, I think he's definitely awake in this whole moment and listening to this whole situation. Rick's going on about how Michonne and everybody tried to tell me that, you know, there are still people out there, that we should still try to bring in more people, blah, 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 blah. This is where we get in the thing we talked about in the beginning where Daryl's like, no, you were right. And Rick's like, no, you were right. No, you're the man, you're the man, you're the man, you're the man, blah, 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 back and forth with those things. And uh, Daryl, you can see right in his face that Daryl doesn't think smells some bullshit or mm -hmm. still again it's one of those things like daryl verbalize what you're saying verbalize that you think this guy is faking it because i know can yeah. see on your face that you think this guy is faking it so why don't you say dude why don't you start tickling him that's what daryl should have done that moment started tickling jesus yeah. like Uchi -uchi -go. No, uh, they, what i don't understand is why just assume that he's still passed out you try to wake him up every few minutes mm -hmm. or even if he is passed out why haven't you blindfolded him too yeah Yep. So that he doesn't know where he's going. So that when he wakes up, he all he knows is he's in a room in some town somewhere or in a town some. You know what I mean? Great, like, great point. Plug him so he can't hear. Let's, so that when you do cut him free 20 miles, 30, 40, 50 miles away. One second caller. What? We have hey, a... Hey, uh, oh, what, 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 one second caller. Uh, what, go for it, man. Hey, uh, a couple of things. Well, one, the reason that Rick kicked out Carol was because she killed Tyrese's Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Thank you, dude. Girlfriend or Thank whatever. You, dude. And... That dude wanted to kill whoever was, like, behind it at that point. He got over it later and was just like, I don't want to kill you because we're, like, the only two here, and then I would be very bored or whatever. And also, I have a problem with Rick and Daryl planning to go out every single day to get supplies. I know that they're, like, capable, but they're also, like, the two leaders of the group. Don't they need yep. to actually be and there to, dad. like, you know... Tell like tell people how shit should be run and what shit they should be doing or whatever. And isn't that Glenn's and, job? Yes, have yes. they established like besides Rick taking over? Have they established any kind of a leadership? Is it still like Daryl second and Glenn third at this point, or is there a different leadership dynamic at this point? Good, good call as always, my friend. Great points. Yeah, great, great point, great points in all. You don't send your best people out there at all. You train people. You isn't isn't this supposed to be? I mean, Daryl is the guy that usually goes out, but it wasn't it Daryl and uh, what's his name, Aaron. Aaron. Yeah. Why did why is Rick replacing Aaron on the out team? Yeah. I want them just to have one goddamn community meeting where they lay out a whole bunch of plans and framework and or scheduling yep. or what. I know it sounds kind of boring, but it doesn't have to be. They where they, real quick. you know, we're gonna have watches and these are rotations and like we need that shit because it's just the whole. She put a fucking gun down and she climbed off and she wandered off into the woods. Two, eight weeks after being attacked by wolves and having that, that horror. Mario show. asks, what do you think will happen on next episode? Next episode, it seems like we're going to go on the adventures of Jesus. And yeah. Jesus seems to be leading our people and we're going to be going on that adventure. And then it also looks like we're going to be getting some Maggie and <clears throat> Glenn stuff as well. I think they, they, you know what they did to us with those previews? I don't believe that it's going to be the Jesus uh, adventure next week. 
Mm. I think that you think that's, that's like fake season out? long previews and that that'll probably happen. So in let's like a, get let's get to the weeks. let's get to the end of the episode here. And uh, Rick is Yay. finally listening to Daryl. And so we go over to Carl and Judith and we see uh, Judith and Carl playing and we actually get to see Judith has aged a little bit. Still not yeah. enough, but at least a little bit, not much older. Michonne asks Carl if he had a good day and he guesses so. She says, I saw what you did, Carl. I saw what you did with Deanna. Carl says, yeah. Yeah, so fucking what, bitch? And Mia Schoen says, you should have left You should have left her out there or killed her, not done whatever you did, not direct her towards us or whatever. Carl says, I could not have killed her. And Michonne's like, what? Is this a fucking game to you? And he says, no. Someone that, excuse me, loved her should have killed her. I'd do that for you, though. Oh. I'd kill you. And Michonne says, I'd kill you, too. So as Rick and Daryl get home, That's it's at beautiful. night. It's at nighttime. We see Walker... We say Jesus is still sleeping, and Daryl says, <clears throat> "I was uh, I was thinking of the morning that Reg and Pete said, uh, and you said no more. Oh, this is you know no more people. Blah blah blah. Flipped back and forth. They carry Jesus to Denise's house, and Daryl says, "This asshole's your fault for not having any soda." And they bring him in, they tie him up, and they leave some water and a note for him. Rick says, "We'll see. It's pretty. Uh, we'll see tomorrow. We'll see. Talk to him tomorrow and see what's up." So Rick you don't leave a guard in the room? Pathetic. No, they time. say Rick says that to Michonne later. Uh, Daryl stays there, theoretically, or stays guard on him. So he somehow either managed to elude Daryl or incapacitate Daryl. Because Rick says to Michonne in this next scene that Daryl isn't staying at home. He's staying watching the prisoner we have. Until some other guy comes and relieves Daryl. <laughs> Someone, yeah. I thought he was more famous. And good question, Sunny Day. What did that note say? And... Uh, and Rick goes to something that made Jesus feel comfortable enough that he doesn't think of Rick as an enemy and comes to see him later after he watches well, have sex. Well, so uh, to yeah. keep that naked Rick and yeah. Michelle. I'm going to have sex later. Come watch is what Rick wrote him for the letter. Yeah, yeah. Third house on the left, <laughs> 11 o'clock. Join in, please. So Rick goes to bed on the couch or goes to lie down and Michonne comes in, says, honey, how was your day? Goes home. Rick takes off his shoes. Daryl is watching <laughs> over the guy for the night. Rick is like crazy day. And uh, Rick asks how her day was. Same old day, same shit. Uh, I found a guy. He says, I found a guy. Michonne goes, you didn't find a guy and blah, blah, blah. And he, he hands her lifesavers and says, that's instead of toothpaste, your breath stinks, do this. And he says, uh, <laughs> come on, Joe. He says, uh, he says, your toothpaste is at the bottom of a, a lake. I don't want to worry about your dental hygiene. They, and then this immediately leads into, they start holding hands. My black girlfriend. They, they start, uh, I'm turning you down. They hold hands and, uh, and it leads to, and we all know kids, ladies and gentlemen, kids, Holding hands leads to banging. So leads to babies. Leads to babies. So here they go. And bump, bump, chicka bump, bump. They start, they start kissing. They make out for a bit. They wait a second. They uh they unarm each other. They have sort of like a Frank Drebin moment where they have they to chuckle. Yeah, chuckle for that we're actually gonna do this. And then they where go, all the weapons start falling yeah, on the floor. All the weapons start falling <laughs> on the floor. You know, it's like a permanent scene where Carol's emptying out all the weapons. <laughs> the moral of the story. Yeah, Timo says the moral of the story, guys, never hold hands. Yeah. <laughs> and it's dangerous. It's and, dangerous. And they brought the wrong type of protection to that couch. Oh, they absolutely you. did. Mm. Too bad the I wonder con if they had 
bacon condoms. I was just gonna say too uh, bad. Too bad the bacon condoms at the bottom of the lake too with the toothpaste. <laughs> <laughs> so so we we surprisingly like I almost thought the episode was gonna cut right there with the uh, getting ready yeah. for the heavy petting banging moment, and it actually cuts to the next morning in bed or later that night, and they're naked, naked as the fucking jaybirds. And Jesus comes in the room and says, can I have, can I join in? And no, Jesus, wow, yeah. Michonne. And Jesus says, listen, guys. And right when he walks in, they both stand up, not even worrying about clothes. Rick pulls his gun. She pulls her, her sword. Oh, that was sword. so hot. When she stood up and just drew a sword, butt naked. I was like, oh. Yes. And here we go. See me and it's about to explode. Oh. And here we go. And, uh, and Jesus says, guys. We should talk. Or Rick, we should talk. And that is the end of our episode. And uh, Timo says, that was fucking awesome how they popped up, butt-ass naked, ready to fight. How the fuck did he find their bedroom? Like, oh, oh, how many houses, how many houses did he have to go through first? James says, (laughs) James says, Jesus is always watching. Ain't no fucking way I'd let that mother. And here comes C-Mean. And ain't no fucking way I'd let that motherfucker Rick get my little nana. No, and and at that point, now that he's in your room, you still let him live? I don't care what you say we need to talk. The only reason why we're not dead is because we woke up before you got to take your last step. Yep. Like that's what that's as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> oh my god. I'd already it already be in my mind that this guy went through and killed everybody else in town or yeah. whatever every other house that he's been to to get to my room. Yep. <laughs> welcome. Uh, welcome. That's a new name, Athy Door. <laughs> He heard them screaming his name. A Theodore. He heard them screaming his name. That's why he came in. He heard Michonne yelling, Jesus! (laughs) Oh, Jesus! Oh, Jesus! Oh, God. Great one. See me and it says, Rick, didn't you even think about her romantically? Seriously, until all this romantic interests were dead. The fuck? Bitch, I lost all respect for you, Michonne. And that's what I mean. Like, the moment was very... We're holding- no, I think he had too much respect for her to to put the moves on her before. And then ultimately, in this moment, he's like, "Ah, uh, we're." B-. But again, I said this a lot earlier. I'll say it again. It came off to me as a very, well, because they both said I forgot to mention this. They both verbalized how they wish they could just shut off their minds uh-huh. for their tough days. Yeah, so it's it like an a, escape. Let's I, let's lo- let's, lo- let's lo- use each other a little bit. Is a kind of the vibe. I, I got. Yeah, and they have been living together as a family this whole time. Yep. She's just been li- like sleeping in another bedroom. Yep. But go, it, go. yeah, it's just kind of the natural transition. Gojo, and that that is the if we remember back last season when Michonne meets up with Rick and Carl when they're alone after the prison shit before Terminus. The pudding stuff. Michonne really even, even the pudding stuff, and even yeah. I think before that when Michonne and Carl go get. The baby carriage out of the town when we when In we see Morgan, town, yeah. And um, I think all these moments they were what, if we remember, Rick was like, you know, that I really want this for him. I want him to have mm-hmm. a, a strong woman in his life, someone he can look up to, a woman, a, you know, a mother person, and or this kind of shit, a friend. And uh, I think Rick was staying away from Michonne because he didn't want to come between Michonne and Carl, yeah, as well. Yeah, because that's what he really wanted. And like he starts doing things with Michonne and that's the a surefire way to get Carl to be like, I don't like her anymore. She's taking my daddy away or whatever. Or if, they, if it just doesn't work out, that can destroy the relationship. Exactly. That too. And, and mm. Coral. Yep. She, 
he she he didn't want us he didn't want or she didn't want do the whole like steal the punani thing like they had yeah. the Jerry Maguire thing. Be careful with the with the uh, single single father there. Uh, let's jump in the chat for a second before we call it a night. James says, Rick and Michonne got close as hell. Critch says, yeah, they were living together, taking care of each other. She's been mm. waiting uh, while he was chasing Jesse. Uh, Timo says, she's been the mother to his kids. Seaman says, Michonne let, yeah. let him use her for his leftovers. Michonne has helped oh. him and his kids survive for three fucking seasons, and he's so preoccupied with Blondie. Now she's dead. Okay, Michonne. <laughs> Chili, please. I, I do agree with that for, like, to a certain extent. that he She was... died two months ago. <laughs> yeah, okay. But, like, what I'm saying is he... He didn't. He's like, okay, I was so ready. He's he's probably still at the two month blue balls at that point because uh -huh. Jesse never. And actually that bitch gave... tried to bring Carl down with her. Uh, yep. Let's take one more call for the evening. Welcome, buddy. Hey, what's up? Uh, one, uh, Katie the Crow should invest in a sword because apparently Dirty Locks uh, really likes women with swords, <laughs> and uh, and uh, I would I'd, I'd rather see Carl get some or hook up with somebody. Then see we'll Rick get, get with Michonne at this point. Good point. Good point, because Rick has that – I mean, Carl has that scowl on his face. He needs to get some serious – like, you feel, you feel like you just want Carl to be happy. You know, like, like, he, re like he really needs it. And uh, – Oh, and Enid said, what are you waiting for? Should I get off the pot, motherfucker? And he said, go home, bitch. You know? And welcome, <laughs> ladies uh, of House Teflon. I don't know if anyone has said this, but I hope this shit with Rick and Michonne doesn't mean she'll get killed off. Timo says, I didn't get yeah. that vibe. There was a time jump. Critch has got to go. Great show later. We're just wrapping up right now anyways. C-Man says, Joe, about the Carl slant. So that changed tonight. No way. Carl is only 15. But have a good night, Critch. Sandman, 62, uh, 6200. Have a mint and chill is the next. Have a mint and chill is the new Netflix and chill. <laughs> it's like, it, that was what Rick was like. It was like, I'll totally have sex with you now, but your breath. Here, here take some yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Take a mint. Oh, my goodness. The toothpaste hasn't been working. Have a, see, have a lifesaver. He needs to take a mint himself first. Oh, and he does. offer her one. And it the was a good way to do it. And, of course, it was lifesavers, not Altoid or certs it yeah, had it to be lifesavers that shit's gold. that shit's that wasn't that wasn't no saltine that was a rich that them shits is a rich <laughs> so guys i guess this is unfortunately this has been such a fun evening but let me uh let me let me get find some music where the where the fuck's the music oh, oh no oh no is it about that time is it about that time break forth the rhythm and the rhyme i'm gonna get mine get yours Everybody, thank you so much for joining us this week for another episode of The Walking Dead Recap. If you haven't already and you enjoyed this video, please hit the subscribe button. Please hit the like button. We will be back next week to talk some more Walking Dead. If you're watching this later, please share your thoughts. If you want to find Joe, you can find Joe at Dirty Locks. You can find Katie at Cat. Who on uh, the Google Plus there? But basically, if you tweet to Joe or you send a message to Joe, Katie will be able to read it as well. You can also find Joe and Katie doing some video game streaming on Dirty Issues Gaming. I do some action there as well sometimes too, so check that station out if you haven't already. Also, jump in the Google Plus community and uh, share all your thoughts in between during the weeks about these episodes and all, and keep in touch with all of our friends and jump in there. It's so much fun. If you haven't already and you want to listen to our audio version of this, subscribe to our podcast. You can find us on Facebook. You can follow me on Twitter at I Got Issues Man. And uh, check out the website, Phil's Recap and Review, or IssuesProgram.com, as they call it. And I don't know. I guess that's it. 
Have a good week, everybody. Uh, tune in tomorrow night for Better Call Saul. Yes, yeah, we, yes, we will. It. We will be on tomorrow night at around 11 p.m., 11:15, 11:30 ish, Eastern Standard Time for talk about some Better Call Saul. Woo! Everybody, we will talk to you guys later. Great job, all yeah. of you guys, and a mo- huge chat. thanks as always to the motherfucking issues chat. See me in it, mint and chill, cool. See me in it's pissy. Make sure you subscribe to See Me in It too and check out See Me in It's reviews. She does an excellent job reviewing The Walking Dead too. Centovia Major, Michonne talked to Coral. She realized exactly how grown up he is and how much he loves his family. Great show, Aww. guys. GMP, great show. Great time having you guys. You guys in the chat were unbelievable tonight. See me in it. Love you too. Have a great night. Talk to all you guys later.